0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Music Is Everything podcast with me, Matt Hornby, and my very good friend, Andrew Groves, Hello, and man. my very good friend, Rabir Massad. Hello. Hey everyone. <laughs> How's it going? Rabir, as is customary, what are you excited about this week? I'm excited about,
1: I just learned to drive. That's what I'm excited about. I'm like, ge- Genuinely excited about that. I just learned to drive and you actually helped me uh, just before my test as well we went out for a little cruise we and did. uh solidified all the nerves well got rid of all the nerves solidified <laughs> all the uh apprehension mm-hmm. um yeah and i passed first time with a couple of uh nice. t- only two minors, which okay. i'm pretty proud of mm-hmm. amazing uh and yeah it's just you know i'm you both drive i'm assuming so well i know yeah. matt does but i mean you drive don't you andrew i'm the road king
2: there you go, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> king of those Icelandic yeah. roads. Road King Lounge. Uh, that's the uh, that's you, there's learning to drive and then getting on the ferry and being in the Road King. What, Road Kings. There's a special place for for I think it's called Road King. That's what's it? That's, Is that off
0: the Simpsons?
2: No, it's literally when you get the ferry from from uh, Dover to Dunkirk or whatever it was. Because mm. I would do I uh, uh, I get travel sick, so I, and I like driving and I can stay awake a long time, so I always used to like. I did 90% of the driving. Um, And yeah, literally like the ferry, there is a special, like a special door. And I mean, this is like a Dover ferry where it's just like microwave fish and chips. Like it's just (laughs) sort of the earth, you know, but there was just through the doors. We were like, what's beyond those doors? And it's like, I think it's like called Road Kings. We're like, man, one day, if we keep this up one day,
0: get one (laughs) of them Road Kings.
2: Maybe it's got special toilets. Maybe, you know, you get beans with your dinner. I don't know what the difference is, but that's 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 why I've always aspired. I never got there. But that's what I've aspired to. So, you know. There's always time. There's always <laughs> time.
1: Yeah.
2: So, but, no, what what good. drove you to, yeah, what drove you to, well, what drove you to drive?
1: <laughs> um, I, well, actually, the truth of it is that Hannah started learning and I was like, I really need to learn now that she started. I was mm. like, oh, I can't, this, not, not so much a pride thing or anything. It was more just like, Oh, I can't. I can't not drive now. If Hannah's driving, I need to also drive. Mm. So that was the genuine, genuine motivation. Uh, and then, yeah, I just, I think, because I'm a bit older. Um, see, like when I was younger, my sister she passed when she was 17, and I wanted to, but my parents were like, "Oh, you'll kill yourself. You'll just you'll kill yourself." Because <laughs> I'm just too. Faithful. Uh Enthusiastic. Yeah, I, I, i'm just too into like getting excited getting scared of, you know the adrenaline junkie sure. kind of thing um when i was younger so they kind of put me off but now you know what 15 nearly 20 years later or whatever uh it was like okay i think i'm ready and mature enough to give it a go so that was the that, those were the thought processes and yeah now it's just like you're free you can go anywhere and do anything yes. and that's have, uh never underestimate a- that feeling
0: i think have you had a favourite moment since you passed?
1: Yeah, it was pretty funny. I was uh just driving down the main road to take the dog and I had um testify on by rage in the car. <laughs> yeah, of and it was a really nice day. And I'm just sat there like <laughs> down, 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 down. <laughs> like this. And uh some people on the on the pavement were just pissing themselves laughing at me because you know, I had it cranked as well. Nice. And I think I, th- that was Yeah, that was pretty funny. Because I imagined that I would be that kind of, you know, when you hear people drive past or they got music cranking out and sometimes yeah. if it's a good tune, you're like, nice one. It was that, but they were just laughing at me. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice.
2: I think honestly, yeah. like having, it's one of the few times like I've said this to a few people is like my vocal ability skyrocketed when I learned how to pass because it's just like, it's free singing time. Like you just, it's kind of like a little, you know, no one with you, long drive, and, like, so many people I know, like, oh, yeah, I you know, wrote this song in the car. Or, like, oh, I just practiced my vocals in the car. And, uh, funny enough, yeah, when, the time I didn't, I kind, of, I kind of missed it. I was, like, I felt like, you know, I was really missing some, really missing some practice because it is that kind of space where you can, you know, you harmonise to a, a song on the radio or something like that as well. I'd so love to practice
1: though? screaming in the car. Yeah, that's the one thing I
0: like. <laughs> <all>. <laughs> it's a funny moment, guy, way, though. You you do it with, even with the window open, you can sing along with a record in the car. But <laughs> if you were walking down the street, you'd never do it.
2: No, no. no. <laughs> you never. Although, you know what? I've seen a few people actually. There's a girl who is around here and wherever I've, I keep seeing her, I mean, it's small place. Just on her headphones, singing so loud to whatever she's <laughs> listening to. I'm like, I kind of like, good on, good on you, man. Like, do you know what I mean? You live, you express yourself. You live your life. You live your life. And that is the resounding
1: feeling you get, isn't it? When you see someone just into it, and you're just like, you, you, yeah, crack on. <laughs> respect, respect. Yeah. So, yeah. did you
2: have a car now? I'm assuming that's that's yes.
1: I did. Nice. Yeah, I got a I got an Audi A4 Estate car. Nice, um, because it's. A little bit more sensible, and also because of like the dog, and in the times we'd be out and gear around, it made sense. So
2: yeah, absolutely. Nice. I'm I'm surprised yes. you got like being a you know touring musician. I, I I'm I'm surprised you got away with it to this this. Point. I mean, victory probably helped with the kind of like the the, the smallness of it. But yeah, I'm, that was that was certainly the. I just couldn't get to any kind of practice. I lived away, so it was like the driving force for me. It was like oh, I can stick everything in now, you know. I think Matt can
1: definitely back me up on that I had an amazing ability to just get around without a driving licence for hey, most yeah. of my life
0: quite incredible
1: <laughs> yeah lifts and like in the band someone else you know Dave was driving or Ben drove or like even you know in times we've done stuff with Matt with mm. you know in back in the day like he was driving too so whenever we travel somewhere someone had a licence you know so mm. I kind of just got away with it for so long <laughs>
2: have you have you got a road trip in mind is there like a, a a dream you know like oh i'd love to go driving here you know
1: well we certainly um wanted to go up north to like scotland nice oh, um man. because hannah's never been up there and also i know that the drive in the times of being on tour and driven up north is just such a nice drive mm-hmm. that at least in england um that's something like to, i'd like to do outside of like visiting friends who are a bit further afield uh, you know, take the dog, go camping, that kind of thing. Nice. Go out, do big walks because I've wanted to do that for many years and just obviously never had a chance. So, um, and equally, like, uh, you know, when we go on holiday or like traveling, we can rent a car now. So it's just those little quality of life things that I'm excited about.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Nice. Where
0: are you excited most to drive? Where am I excited most to drive? What well, is in, in just in like a country like a, or a place? Yeah, abroad. Is I mean, the- it would
1: be rude not to get excited about driving in the, like, l- like near Italy and stuff, like where okay. all the, like, south of France towards Italy and stuff, where the roads are just epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, I'm quite excited about the idea of, like, whenever we go to the States to hire a car and go on those big, you know, West Coast Pacific Highway road trips and stuff, like, to be the one to drive, that would be really exciting.
2: But Are you a, oh, are you a car guy or is it just kind of a, a thing? I was, uh, I guess... By
1: default, in where I lived, in Bailden, in West Yorkshire, like everyone was into cars. Okay. So you kind of learned a little bit back then, but then equally like, I mean, Matt knows a thing or two about cars. And like, I've got a few friends around here that, that know a little bit. So I've kind of always had more than the general base knowledge that I think people have, but I'm not an expert by any
2: stretch. Sure. I was going to say that once you learn to pass your test and you've got a car, you've got to find your guy.
0: That's that's, that's (laughs) the
2: next, that's always the, always the next, always the next thing. I was in your,
0: your like your, your spiritual car advisor.
2: Yeah. I've been, (laughs) I've been to garages all over the world and there is some kind of unwritten rule where it's just like, if someone comes in, don't acknowledge them. Like just carry on doing what you're doing and try and make it kind of a standoffish and and there's some kind of intimidating, (laughs) like, you know, there's like the reception, hide it. Do your best to hide it as best as you can. Like let nobody find that reception, and man, it never. And so that someone has to go around it, and then they're like, "Not around here, mate." There's just some kind of (laughs) some kind of division there, and it's just so. That I was so happy to find, like where I used when I used to live in England, like find a guy who just I'd been to him a couple of times, and we were kind of just like, "Oh, I mate, yeah, you know, put." use a few more mates than you than you (laughs) maybe would and then you just you you know you're like oh I just please just deal like I don't know anything please just deal take it away but don't don't rip me off but please do a good job (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's a big ask it's uh, it's such a I'm
1: pretty sure Matt and I don't know if you did but I know Dave back in when we lived in Guildford uh, Mm. they used to get their cars seen by
0: uh, Bill Bruford's son wow Bill Bruford yeah yeah I think that was dave yeah there was a, oh, yeah. a van place nearby i'm kind of yeah, disappointed to, dave wouldn't be able to fix it
1: well yeah i mean dave's <laughs> pretty good at fixing most things but that one was uh yeah when he turned up back he's like yeah it's bill
2: Bruford's son. everyone's like what i didn't know he was a mechanic or in guildford but you know there you go it's like is it the Je- jeff beck as well wasn't like that was the whole big i remember hearing that all the time when i grew up that jeff beck was a uh was just a car mechanic uh, oh, really? And, really? And, and yeah, and Alan Holdsworth is a fridge engineer, or was a fridge engineer. Um, <laughs> uh, and he just, that was his kind of day gig, if that, if that makes sense. But yeah, I always great. feel like I just grew up with the idea of like, whether it was in like a taxi, it's like, oh mate, yeah. Oh, into guitar, is it? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I used to work with old Jeff Beck, you know, if you know him, <laughs> you still listen to those. <laughs> like that kind of, th- I just feel like that was just ingrained into me. But yeah, I think I can't, it was like a particular like not Mercedes, but something like like he was just a BMW something or, or, or affiliated with some kind of brand anyway. But I remember that being quite a big thing. Is is a uh, that's that was just his his gig while he got on stuff. That's <laughs> a that's a
0: few skills for one guy.
2: So Matt, yeah, what are you excited about this week?
0: Oh, good question. Um, as always, a few things, um, but I'm quite excited about we. Okay, we all know about. Old music venues, small music venues, been under threat for ages and ages and ages. And the other day, or quite recently, I saw, um, you must have heard of the Music Venue Trust, mm-hmm. um, who are, like, established, in fact, off the back, um, time-wise, I think, the, you know, the Blind Tiger Club in Brighton? Mm-hmm. That oh. closed in around 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. And they, the Music Venue Trust started in order to to help out these small venues. But... Which is good because a lot of them keep closing. In fact, I didn't know if you if you read recently, but um, Dingwalls in London closed. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, which I I didn't know, and Nambuka in London as well. Mm. Um, Dingwalls was where I've, I've only been once, but I saw Agent Fresco for the first time, and it was strong. It was mega. Oh, that place! Oh no,
1: that's it's, that's in Camden, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Camden in the market. I think. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we supported Agent Fresco on that gig. Strong was it, Agent Fresco? It might,
2: no. it might no, have been us, either as well. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I remember the whole thing is that Coldplay used to play there.
0: That, oh, is it right? Yeah. Okay.
2: that's that's what I yeah, all I remember about that. Uh, uh, that we'll you'll cool, be pleased to you. know
0: though that this one isn't in like it's been saved. Um, okay. A guy, do you know a guy? There's a guy, a promoter called Vince Power, who was behind Mean Fiddler, uh, Reading and Leeds, and that. No. And He bought it in 2020. So, okay, nice one to hear. How do
2: you? Yeah. Um, what was the? Was it just? Sort of general bankruptcy, or or was it like? I always wonder how you save, like, because you, you know, like, we're fairly well versed in some kind of
0: Facebook, like,
2: save the thing, sign up thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, if there's like noise complaints and all that kind of stuff, like, what do you? What do
0: you well, do? this is this is a, that's a very good question, Andrew, okay, and it leads me perfectly into what I'm excited about: <laughs> um, music Acoostic venue trust. There you go. <laughs> I didn't tell you before either. Um, So in 2020, when COVID was going on, Music Mm -hmm. Venue trusted like a big fundraiser to uh, and sold merch and stuff to kind of give back to these venues to Mm -hmm. keep them afloat because loads of them were in trouble. Um, But they recently launched this thing called the Music Venue Properties, which is an initiative where like anybody, so you or me could do it right now. Mm -hmm. um, If you have 200 quid or more, you can go on uh, this like kind of crowdfunding page, pay £200 pounds or up to like 100000 or as much as you want, really. Um, they're trying to generate, I think, 2 uh, two or £3 million by the end of the year okay. to basically buy the freehold of some of these independent music venues mm-hmm. um, with the intention of renting them back to the music venue, but with like friendly contracts, sure. uh, cheaper rent and that kind of thing. So kind of leaving them immune from the perils of gentrification i guess mm-hmm. um and kind of being on side and supporting the same aims um the and then basically you invest your 200 quid or however much you got or want to invest and you get a return every year okay that's on, wild you get, you get a return on your investment so it's it's more than they say it's more than kind of bank interest hmm. so um kind of everyone wins i just yeah. thought it was like the it's it's taking campaigning like one step further. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very very cool.
2: Really cool. That's such a that's such a good idea. Because like again, like kind of like the 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 benefit and non benefit really of like anything that comes, uh, like sort of loses its um, original status. So for example, like the whole NFT thing and, and currency or whatever, is that like it stops really becoming about music. It becomes about something that's desirable. And um, and I was gonna say, oh those most of those venues, for example, like in London, that's prime real estate in London. Mm-hmm. I bet that's very, very expensive, and obviously, as prices inflate, that's just gonna keep going up so I think like as always like there's always an issue, and then I think the biggest problem is like okay we we hate the we hate the symptoms, but like other than just kind of saying no, like there's very rarely like a plan in place to keep it like, okay, what's actually feasible. But what's sure. cool is, is like, that's kind of property investment. And I was like, oh, they're getting into mm-hmm. the property game. It's like they're McDonald's now, you know, like in, in that really they're a property business. And sure. again, like if you're, then it's like, cool. Well, musicians, we're not famous for money. um So like the fact that that could be accessible by people outside of that and just see a good investment and like, cool, I put my money in here and it returns like that could be Joe bloggs that could be it could be anyone who you know would mm-hmm. invest in any uh, um kind of well, a, a good a good investment um
0: that's really clever that's really cool it, man. it really is i've always i've always kind of wondered um and before I say this uh paul McCartney has been um bought everything. he's written in <laughs> he's well, he, he's written in to like the government to kind of and supports music venue trust in helping you Know their, their goals, and when a venue's been in trouble, he's kind of campaigned or helped the campaign with the government and stuff to um, so the legal infrastructure can kind of try and avoid things closing. Mm. Um, but I've always wondered just on the side, like, could Paul, someone just go, Paul, do you fancy buying loads of music venues? <laughs> do, you sure, sure. Um, do you know, what I mean, that would, I mean, just a, maybe not Paul specifically, but he's a, obviously a wealthy musician. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of I really like this because everyone wins. Like, yeah. if you love music, if you love, I mean, 200 quid is the price of a few gig tickets, sure. you know, but you're actively kind of helping to support the thing you love um, into the future when we're in a very, well, for every reason, very uncertain time. Mm. Um, yeah. And you get something back. So it's just like triple wins. And
2: it's, and it's, like I say, it's outside of, uh, 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 of of music, I think that's kind of what's so cool is it's, it works like an ISA. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you're whatever sure. you know. Like you you, you I think that <clears throat> that's such. A, I, I I'm really excited that that that's such a like a progressive idea that anyone mm. can get involved in. You know, like I think mm. everyone, you know, like certainly getting to our age, you know, like I should probably be putting some money aside now. And where do I? And then there's so many. No one really tell. And you've got a mate who does. Or do you know what I mean? It's always quite vague. Um, and I think like the idea that, that, you know, like I say, that, the I mean, do you get a stake in it? Do you know that? So you're like, oh, okay, um, I'll put in 200,000 pounds. Do I, I'm do I, not can sure. I pull out? You know, what's the, what's the deal? I'm not sure. Donated? I think, I
0: think what, what I will do is put the link to the website in the, uh, in the box below. Sure. Um, so all the terms and everything are on there, but, um, yeah, I just very, very cool idea. Mm. And, um, I think that initial two or three million, I, I, quoted before that they were trying to raise by the end of the year mm-hmm. they've got nine music venues lined up as like the first we can help those first mm-hmm. and then the idea is to kind of scale from there um, amazing so yeah big big props to those guys
2: absolutely and um,
0: i think the, the cool thing with that as well is it sounds like you don't necessarily have to know
1: anything about being a music venue owner mm-hmm. i'm assuming that's the right way of saying they're thinking about it is like it becomes more about if you're just pro business and you see a good op- investment opportunity that you'll get stuck in. And I think, Absolutely. yeah, it definitely opens up the doors for people like that, you know? And I think as long as it's kind of put across, like, yeah, you don't have to be an expert in music. You just have to be rich <laughs> or passionate well, about um, music. You can even put you
2: put in li- a little bit that yeah. I think that seems to be the kind of, again, like some of the issues of, um, you know, kind of like take the NFT thing and kind of how that started as a very kind of fairly indie thing and then has now become such a big word. And also, you know, with anything that comes outside of its, you know, this creative sphere, you know, and, and, and that's obviously the desire is obviously musicians are like, cool, you know, I want to make this thing, but for it to do the best and for it to, you know, really make money, it needs to kind of come out of the creative sphere because we're not, you know, those spheres are not famously known for, for spending huge amounts of money. You want it to go into into art money or you want, to go, you want it to go into investment money or, or stocks and, and that kind of thing. And that idea was really cool, that transition, because then it makes, uh, it's the desire to have it is what sells it, not that it's music, not that it's anything. It's just, this is a desirable item. And so therefore the, the price keeps going up and people just want to jump onto that. What's kind of nice maybe about the Music Trust venue is that like, with that kind of previous model is that like when people hear like what well, i can do this and make free money it's kind of open to exploitation and and then mm. you know like i mean i'm rabia i'm sure you've got those emails and and i get like just like hey we'd love to work with you and make an nft da, 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 and i'm like nah like it, there's there's you know it starts becoming like a like the whole bitcoin marketing uh, mining thing you know it becomes nefarious as well and and full of pit uh, pitfalls so like it's cool that you get to put you know and donate and feel like you're doing something really good but that also that's in you know by the fact of the music trust venue sort of holding it uh um then you're, you there's no exploitation involved Do you know what i mean it's not like someone ask you know asking you like, oh we're going to buy into this venue and if you all put in this you know what i mean that you you can mm-hmm hopefully trust that that they're kind of keeping it safe and and you know respectable and being so public as well you know is is a really good thing so hopefully that, that could be i mean already that's such a good model like to to think what other things you could save um you know whether it's but, like um you know it, um you could buy land even and do something mm-hmm. similar like the the national trust and all that kind of stuff like to think you know that could be a really cool model for really you know a, 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 Really doing, actually doing, you know, the thing you set out to do rather than just save it. Actually be Mm -hmm. like, "Cool, we can hold this land. We own this land. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of something
0: physical. It's really, really practical. And it's like, you know. Very cool. Yeah, they're they're really acting on what they're trying to do, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in previous campaigns and stuff. So, yeah, I'm well excited to see where that goes. Absolutely.
2: Oh, what I'm excited about is actually not too uh, far uh, away Slowly as a transition round the corner down the stairs, but um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a couple of things. But um, uh, I have been listening. Uh, I went back to England for a couple of days, um, and so I finally had some time to catch up with a load of records that I had come out, and I was really really excited to listen to. And I kind of there's not really public transport here, but I miss public. I miss listening to things on public transport. It's like a special. Yeah, guilt-free time you know like it's just n- nothing i don't have to do anything i can't work mm. i can't you know it's just my time um mm. so um yeah I, I was listening to the new everything everything um record oh nice and within it uh kind of uh alongside generally anyway i i, I think their lyrical sensibility is has this cool like modern but also like Kind of apocalyptic kind of vibe to it. It's always very tongue in cheek and, you know, um, and very kind of current and kind of very political, but in a, um, I don't know, in, a, in a, quite a playful way. And, and there's something, I can't really describe the feeling that I get from them, but it, I feel like, like the feeling is sometimes similar to watching a film that's quite that's quite kind of bleak but polished. I, I can't, it's a, quite a hard thing to d- describe. It's quite happy, but really there's like a quite a subtle uh, sort of terror within that. It's how I you kind know, of, do you know, like there's this it's kind like of a
0: juxtaposition type thing. Yeah, kind
2: of nuclear family like thing. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where it's like kind of that 1950s, like everything's amazing, we're really scared um, of Russia. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> yeah. um still are. Um, so um, it, it, it's all of their records have this feeling and I really love it. And um, what's really interesting is apparently, and I don't know what kind of percentage or how it was, um, it's quite fresh. So I haven't heard any interviews yet. Apparently all the lyrics were written by AI. Um, No. And I thought that was really cool. Like a really, Mm. uh, uh, we've kind of spoken about it a few times um, about, you know, the kind of role of AI and how it's developing. And there's a lot of kind of negativity as far as, um, you know, the idea of, you know, they, they took our jobs type type vein. But like <laughs> for for music, it's kind of uh we, we spoke about uh BT um and his take on it, which was kind of like he was excited by the idea that he could, for example, um uh what he how he, he felt about this kind of notion of AI coming into our lives, is that like he was like, Great, I can put my own material into this AI. Let's say I put in you know all of my albums and maybe all of the sessions I've been working on. And the idea is that that AI can then essentially kind of rework and and obviously absorb all this information. And then let's say it spits out 100 ideas that are composed in my likeliness, for example. And he was like, well, it's great. It means I can come in and I've got 100 ideas to pick from. I, I like that bit, and I like this bit, and I like that bit. And it was really the first time I've really seen it like... Perpetrated in that manner of someone being oh excited about this idea rather than it's going to copy me and then someone's going to just release, you know, BT-esque m- music. It was kind of cool to see someone be excited about it, and I thought that was quite refreshing. Um and what's kind of cool with this is listening to the I found myself really listening to the record to see if I could kind of like hear, I'm sure we've all seen the memes of like, I put this into, you know, I put Pulp Fiction into this thing Mm -hmm. and here's the script or whatever it is. Um, And it's like a a few lyrics really like pop out. But I also wondered, and I I thought would be uh, again, something I was kind of getting excited about listening to it. Is that like, when we think about trying to explain something or we try, let's say you're like, you're writing a song and you're like, oh, I feel like it's really, um, you know I feel like you, know, you have a, 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 I know, a meaning behind the song you, you, and you want to get that across and he was saying he put in like bits of Reddit and like bits of poetry and 4chan and this idea that like you could curate something and obviously I'm assuming with the kind of logic that's going on behind the scenes whether or not you could actually find like a I don't know, like a more accurate description than you could really come up with yourself. You know, sure. let's say you were trying to explain a scene. I, I, I was like, oh, I wonder if actually like, you know, like the, uh, one of the lyrics is like, um, you should look after your mother because she's old. And it <laughs> felt like that was such a thing to like write. But I loved the like, you know, I loved how direct it was. And it's yeah. it, it's really, it's like one of the first lyrics in one of the songs. And it really sticks out, you know, kind of like... It's very ch-
0: very childlike.
2: Very childlike. And like, I would maybe not cringe, but do you know what I mean? I would be like, cool, man. Like, uh, <laughs> But it's, I w- it got me thinking about like, you know, that you had this idea for a song, even maybe you could argue, even like with an instrumental song or even like classical works, you could feed all of this information in. And like whether you would get a more how can I, like a more concentrated, as in like squash, like a more concentrated, like lyric, because it's more direct, you know, like you think about being, um, you, if you, you know, when you're writing everyone who's written lyrics, you know, you're not sitting there being like, I love my wife, I love my <laughs> son, like, cause that's, that's what you mean. But you've mm-hmm. come up with a more poetic, you know, way of, of going about it. And mm-hmm. rarely, I think there are songs that direct but I wondered like I like the idea of just you know putting all these ideas together and and I know people have tried it in the past like David Bowie I remember he and I think Rivers Como as well I think maybe he he had like a database of like songs and lyrics and and the idea is that he kind of would just put lines in and then kind of uh, 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 kind of have this like database and he could kind of like pull out this kind of jumble I know that's been like spoken of before but I thought it was a really cool idea um, that you could, and, and I was like, oh, I wonder if you could maybe, you know, get get further than a human could is what I'm trying to maybe explain. Mm-hmm. Like the, the more direct and more, uh, strangely more poetic, but the, you know, you find reason in it. You, you Whenever you see these printouts of like, oh, I put Pulp Fiction into a thing. Like the, I always find when you read stuff like that, it's so direct. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's so like, I shoot you, bang. Like whatever, like the, the English is always quite strange but you always completely understand and it always kind of makes you smile because it is so on the Mm. nose. Do do you know what I mean? The kind of feeling mm. that I'm trying to uh, explain terribly.
0: Well, I was just thinking of like, I guess the two things, again, not being like a mega lyric expert, but there is like a succinctness you're looking for in writing lyrics, right? You can trying to communicate a point within a short space. Mm. Um, but with, like you say, with added flair and and some poetry in it. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where cool. They've strike one. They've got the succinct bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, computers, it's that human element thing that we're all we we all love, but maybe computers haven't quite learnt how to be human yet. Sure. <laughs> how, however weird that sounds. Do you know what I mean? I but, feel
1: like. The the thing that excites me about what you said earlier, I had no idea that like you could, the, I knew AI was getting there and stuff and people were kind of doing it as a gimmick, but I didn't really realize bands were using AI to write lyrics and stuff. That's mental. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like if I, if I put myself in that position of like trying to use it to create, I feel almost like it'd be really handy to get sparks of inspiration. Exactly. You know, like, when you're in a band practice, when you're in a rehearsal room and like, you know, you, you come out with like a bit of a riff or whatever, kind of hoping that someone else will go, oh, that's cool. And like give something back. And then suddenly the ball gets rolling that way and you start coming up with whatever. I feel like AI would be great for that. Maybe in my, if I was to put it in my world, that's probably where I'd find it quite useful. Just to, just think- to chuck out a little seed. hmm.
2: And get a hundred back. That's like, uh, uh, I think I've spoken about it on here before, but for example, there's um, an artist I like called Arca. And for her, for a single, she basically released the single and then um, kind of basically fed that single into an AI that basically then produced a hundred remixes and she released them all. And I'm I'm assuming it was kind of stems and everything kind of in there.
0: Is that kind of process, just to, to noob question, Yeah. Is it literally like upload, go, and then download?
2: Yeah, depending on the UI. So, like, um, for example, like, um, uh, I've been, it's been something, and again, like the uh, current kind of, um, what they called, uh, campaign of the Everything Everything album. Like, everything is very AI-based, like the picture on the on the record, all of the videos as well are based on the kind of, um, uh, kind of basically piggybacking on that, you know, like, Google kind of dream where it's looking for faces and everything. I'm sure you've seen, it looks like a magic eye and it kind of keeps mm. zooming in forever. And it's like finding pictures of dogs and whatever. Um, Google basically like really sort of uh, uh, dominating in that way. And people, cause it's free and obviously it's a huge amount of uh, server power. So that's mm-hmm. like a big thing that that's kind of the, your first start. And, and data, I guess it's, it needs tons and tons and tons. So Obviously having Google, you can kind of, for the most part, you kind of pay for server time, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. so maybe there's a, 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 an off-site server room that's, you know, like an absolute beast. And the idea is you're like, cool, I've got this idea. And maybe you pay for um, like kind of six scans or 10 scans or whatever. So the idea is it like puts that information, puts it through the ringer, spits something out the other end. And then you're like, cool, let's refine that data. Let's, you know, do whatever. But like, for example, there's a few that I've followed recently um i'm trying to it, uh, fish out of water but i i'm really excited and interested in it that um like text to speech has become that uh, sort of text oh, cool. to image has become a big thing and um it's one it's like ai like daily but d a l l e i think i think that's right it might be wrong i'll put a link in the description but the idea is that they've built this where basically it just feeds off of of imagery that's already on the internet and so if you feel like um a dog eating a fish out of water on the moon in denims, double, <laughs> you know, um, it just spits that out. And like the quality is unreal. And often like they're kind of lensed through a quality. What I mean is like, maybe like oh, all of them on, come out so in a particular kind of watercolor like style. It's kind of helps bring all the imagery together.
0: Mm. But, but that's would, a that's a, it's a custom image uh, custom put image. together. Yeah. Wow.
2: You can put in any literally any speech and they have a thing where it's like you can send us that in in our DMs and we'll 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 post it up on here. Um and and the the quality is it's not like, you know, photoshop stuck on it's like an image. It's a real living and you can, you know, your only boundary is what you say and how descriptive that is. And again, like often it works in kind of passes, like I say you you have some things you put it through this server process, and it's kind of collating that data and, and drawing something. Um, a lot of the ones, uh, I think, there's Playform is one I've used. Where you get actually get some free Playform.io. You get like 15. I don't know if it's 15 minutes or like 15 times. But basically, you could put like basically just give it a load of images, and it will basically start collating those images um, together. And, and you it will you kind of pay for server time in, in mm-hmm. that case. Um, but yeah, I think uh, like for me that that's just been so um, so exciting to see. You know, certainly even if you know on a on a layman's front, like someone who always wishes they could do more visual things, but I just just never have the time. I have enough time, you know, doing audio things. Um, the idea that you can access this thing and your imagination is only the thing that really holds you back in that sense. Maybe a wallet, maybe as well. But uh, um, there's a lot of free. <laughs> versions and and they're kind of constantly growing and again to think of that you know in any sense if you're making a record and you're like cool well I like these images like I'm a very visual person I collect this image or I collect these you might find a saying you might find a sentence and poetry or whatever put it all together and I think like like Rabir was saying the idea that it could kind of spit these things out that are just there to poke you you know and, and, and trigger mm-hmm.
0: you know it's like having someone else in the band for, to, Yeah, well, even know. even if you were imagine you're a band and you went cool we need to write our next record let's just upload our last record <laughs> <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just it's, it's mental like I mean oh I've, I've written a film script upload mm. oh here's a film you know like where that's such a crazy concept it's yes. a bit scary
2: yeah I mean I mean it's been I, I mean I think what's the thing that um uh The the saying I hear a lot is like, you know, like you think Spotify is a program, (laughs) like it's not, it's it's AI, like it's, it's, it's filtering you not by music, but by person as well. Like that's Mm -hmm. not like, I I always find that so interesting about Spotify is that. It's not going like, oh, this Meshuggah song sounds like this Periphery song. So like, if you like Meshuggah, you'll like Periphery. It's like, no, no, this guy likes Meshuggah and Periphery and this guy likes Meshuggah and Periphery. So vis-a-vis, maybe they have a similar taste and grouping you as a person Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. your data that you're giving them. (laughs) Uh, um, By listening. It's not anything to do with music. The the music plays zero part. It could be McDonald's that you're interested in. It's just kind of grouping you. You like McDonald's. And Domino's Pizza, love it, you know, put you together kind wow. of thing. And, and like, it's kind of easy to feel like, I don't know, it's recommend like when you see recommended, you're like, oh, because it knows I like my sugar, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. Or like it's, it's, not, it's not working that way at all. And I think like-
0: um, It could, it could though. It wouldn't be, it's not too many leaves. It could try harder, Matt, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I mean, <laughs> you could just, you know, stick a, get an API of process, you know, pr- it could process- the physical song in terms of music data like Shazam kind of thing yeah like yes like Shazam Mate, that's it
2: or it's like right I don't know if you've had the thing like when it when you put it on shuffle I always wonder sometimes depending on like what I'm doing is there some input there because sometimes mm. when I'm running it's surprisingly like never throws me a ballad do you know what I mean nice. and I'm like I wonder <laughs> or like time of day like in the evening I don't, Do not you know what it's I mean? Is no, it it's chilled? not the sugar. I don't know. You know, like, how, how well does it know me? I don't... I don't do I, I, but, I, you know, in the same way that, like, you talk about something and then it, you get an ad for it, I wonder kind yeah. of if there's some kind of uh,
0: probably. feedback. Yeah, probably.
2: By, by now. And I think leading on from, from um, this, and, and kind of strangely uh, 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 relevant, and, like, um, funnily enough, Rabir, when we were talking about this kind of beforehand... Um, uh, in in the uh, uh, email we're talking about kind of like a a topic and uh, funny that what you suggested me and Matt were like we've kind of like brushed on this um, Mm -hmm. uh, before uh, uh, Mm. this kind of idea and I think like it I mean certainly for someone in your own position as well like I think I'm really excited and and interested as to kind of the balancing (laughs) of this uh, uh, kind of Discussion, I suppose, um, and I suppose I mean I'll let you kind of take it a- away and kind of uh, just I'm notoriously terrible at laying out um, my <laughs> feelings on it anything. So you, the bar's right down. So don't. Uh, <laughs> but um, but we've spoken kind of about this, uh, 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 like this kind of schism between certainly you know we talk about music and you know old music and and the kind of rock star superstar thing and whether that can be, can that exist still now? And, and, and and you know, you look at festival bills and it's still the old kind of bands on there. Will new bands ever kind of get to that part? We've kind of spoken about it in, you know, what's who, what's the future? Is it changing? Is it dead? Is it is it, you know, how is it moving? Is it moving for the better? That kind of thing. Um, and I kind of, I suppose I let you kind of take it away, but the kind of, you were saying, you know, that, this kind of, I suppose, smoke and mirrors to some degree that, that that used to exist, and this kind of veil of mystery behind, you know, the people you looked up to, and you know, certainly we've spoken about, you know, growing up listening to music and think of people were aliens, you know, and if I ever yeah. met them, I, mm-hmm. you know, I would I'd cringe a million, you know, whatever, or be, you know, and it's like I can't. We've spoken about we being going to see the Chili Peppers and being like, I can't believe they're in the same place as me. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they're just there, you know, like, and uh, kind of what well, you were kind of uh, suggesting is this idea that now it's kind of, there's so much openness and such a desire to to give more away and to be so open and vlog and and show so much of your life, you know, and how that is kind of affecting that perception and also mm. kind of that, that kind of hunger uh, is that kind of f- fair fair enough to say yeah
1: i yeah pretty much it's that that idea that you know nowadays because of social media and instagram and whatever else all these platforms where fans can find their favorite artists and learn almost everything nowadays about the favorite artists mm. and i think in a way i'm i'm really grateful that i'm a little bit older than the newer generation of kids and stuff that It wasn't there when I was a teenager, like, you know, I was scrolling MTV, uh, Kerrang, MTV2, trying to find that one video that came on last night. And I'm like, I need to hear it again, (laughs) you know, and then you find that band and then you become a fan. And then you like, you want to find out as much as you can about them. You might go grab their album from HMV. You might grab the uh, magazine from the shop and like read an interview that you might have found that kind of thing. And then you'd wait for like tour DVDs to come out and stuff, <laughs> just all that stuff. And I, I ate all that up. I was so into it, you know, with, you know, my favorite band at the time was like Incubus or, Morning View, man. Um, oh. Yeah 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 oh. or like extreme like I used to listen to extreme loads and just, there's so many ba- I mean one of the best ones was when we were really young uh, me and my sister were like huge Hanson fans okay. like nice massive Hanson fans <laughs> <laughs> and uh, goes, sa- same thing from that age you know like we used to get the they had this video tour video you know like a vlog nowadays mm-hmm. but then it was a VHS tape that you just sat and watched over and over again and um never really knowing them as people other than what you get shown. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I suppose nowadays I almost feel a sense of loss in that sense because although I guess my uh career, if you want to call it that, is based all around social media and like the complete opposite of what I've just been talking about, you know, mm-hmm. the whole point is that I'm supposed to, and not just me, like the bands that even I look up to now, it's just the done thing that you sharing your story that you're out for a walk with your dog. And then like, you might be meeting your mate and then go for a bit of food and then, Oh, I saw this guy as well. Tag him. <laughs> and then like YouTube <laughs> vlogs that are really, you know, like two a week and you just, all this stuff that allows, I guess in a way you could argue it makes you more of a fan because you get to get more involved in their life and what they're up to. But there is something about not knowing that makes you more hungry to to find out and to be more of a fan. So it's this weird thing. And I'm so on the fence where I'm like, I kind of wish it was like it was, but if it was still like that, I wouldn't really have a job
0: now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that kind of... So, That's yeah. mega interesting. Yeah. And I, I was also thinking about um, when you mentioned this topic, there's obviously all those guys and you mentioned Nuno. Mm. Nuno's on Instagram, is he now? Yeah. So uh, it was like, even like a level up is... So the guys who you idolised because you didn't know much about them, Mm. now you can go on Nuno's Instagram and find out about his dog and his mate and his Mm. food. And, uh, like, how does that feel? Well, it's interesting that you brought him up especially because,
1: if I'm honest, like, as much as I really love the guy's guitar playing everything like that, I don't really enjoy what he posts and what he does because... Maybe it's not his intention, but it's almost like he's kind of like refusing to really embody like the modern day and still kind of come off of this kind of like Hollywood, like LA guitarist superstar from back in the day. But then bringing that persona onto social media, in my opinion, comes off a little bit like arrogant, mm-hmm. like a little bit. And I get it. This has got to be an element of that when you when you've done all that stuff and you've achieved all this stuff, like not just Nuno, but there's plenty of other big artists and it that do that. And and I almost feel a little bit like if you're gonna like embody the modern way of doing things and being like this kind of less space to be just posing in a photo and pouting sure. and just like in you know, all this kind of nonsense that I just personally don't subscribe to that. It's just an opinion, but yeah, it, 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 it's a funny it, one. Because I see him doing that and I almost just go, No, nah, I'm not interested. Like if you were sitting down talking about how you feel about his latest record or like, you know, doing the stuff like, Oh, I'm restringing my guitars today. I use these or like, I'm, you know, that would be more interesting than just this still attempt to create that smoke and mirrors thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so kind of kind of like it doesn't translate to what you'd expect from social media now. Yeah. Basically that.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, it's sorry. Oh, well, go on, Andrew. Oh, well, I was going to say like, uh, uh, you know, certainly, um, you know, we, we always felt like I'm, like this strange line as a kind of, you know, between almost like, uh, like, like you say, you know, this desire for smoke and mirrors, like, you know, when you, I always think of, you know, people like David Bowie and stuff like that. Like people, like I say, people thought they were aliens, you know, and and that there's this kind of great mystery to that. and And I think it like really shows the true divide, you know, like it's, of what really sort of pricked my interest about it and it's, I feel like it's something it's almost like I feel like it's uh I feel like I'm like I don't know exposed exposed, you know, like or whatever. But there's this line between or I felt anyway, and even like we're participating in it now to some degree, mm-hmm. you know, is and it's to be honest, even with the podcast, it was something I had to really I, I get really I'm 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 an absolute chatterbox and, and and like even that is kind of, you know, like I've I've known I've met people who I'm now friends with who were like oh when I first saw you I was like I was so scared to talk to you and I thought you know you're this guy this guitar wizard or whatever you know like and then now I'm just I don't <laughs> you know like and and like that's part of your job you know and also like your mm. your your you know uh, 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 something I always say is like if you're going to do something never forget that like you know when you wore all black on stage and and just came on and just kicked the shit out of the venue that's when you were the coolest like never forget that being like dangerous is still Mm. is still like an unpredictable like that's that's the drive and and we can all kind of attest to that all the bands yeah I remember seeing like the Mars Volta come on stage and all dressed in those three-piece suits black and it was just like what is going to happen, you know, like, I don't, are they going to fight? Are they going to, like, what's going to, you know, <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age as well, I think I have that kind of, are they going to kick the shower out of me? They are, mm. you know, like, and, and like, I think for us, it's, it's a like a hard line because, you know, people do want more and there's this drive to to go out there and present yourself. But then also like, you're kind of demystifying it. And, and I feel like mm. that I'm always worried of like, if you show too much of yourself or you, you give away too much of yourself, then like you are too accessible. Or, you know, are you, by putting yourself out there, are you losing uh, interest? People are losing interest in mm-hmm. you? But then also you're giving away, it's the big brother thing, right? They want to see you, you know, they want to see your apology video. <laughs> or, you know, like it, it's kind of, you know, everything. It's such a, described this really badly, but... I found it was such a weird line between the reality and kind of the smoke and mirror thing. And like when you decide to put that up and when you decide to kind of let that sure. down, you know, and I feel like, you know, I feel like it's, you know, it. there was always something in my mind that was like, if I just never did any interviews or any, anything and never put myself out there either, would I be more successful? Because there would be more mystery to me. Or is it that by, doing this and being more genuine I suppose uh like then you know uh, 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 am, am I just you know is that, is that better you know are, are people you know watching mm. this just being like just get the guitar on and play some riffs do you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah it's it's I, I found it such a hard thing and obviously with you being in that situation 10 you know tenfold I, I feel you know how, how how do you how do you yeah, how do you is, is that relatable do you do you kind of feel yeah. that way it's
1: it, it is relatable I, I like i guess it's that feeling of like if i walk on stage at a show like firstly it's worth saying that like you know it, it to, for me to do all the kind of like if it's youtube or whatever social media like i you know i can't do it comfortably and like with passion and with like purpose unless i'm you know i'm doing music like live playing in bands going on tour mm-hmm. like the two it, it it validates the, it gets rid of that imposter thing because like you're out doing it, you know, Um, and you've got a reason to be talking about it and sharing stuff. Um, But then that also feeds into that thing of like, when I walk, if I was to walk on stage and attempt to do, you know, like, yeah, dressed all in black and give it that, like what's going to happen attempt. I, I feel like at least in my situation, people might be like, he's not like that though. Because sure. yeah, we, <laughs> right. we, we see him on Insta and on YouTube oh, chatting nonsense, having a laugh. Mm-hmm. And so I get a bit like, I can't take it too, I can't go down that road too much because it's, people will just be like, come on, you're just acting, you know? Mm. So that, and that sometimes is a bit like, oh, it's a shame. Because you want to give that feeling of this show, this grandiose thing that people stood watching, waiting to see what's going to happen. But equally, and like a great example is, yeah, in the, there's been times where you walk on stage and people are trying to talk to you as you're setting stuff up about yes. their new pedal and stuff like that. And it's so weird. You just want to not be rude, but equally you want to just still create that professionalist, professionalism of like going to see a cool band. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's definitely a weird one. And, and and also I I struggle with that idea of like, if you haven't got anything good to say, on 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 social media don't bother I can't just always take a photo of my amp and mm-hmm. put it up just as a post or a picture of my guitar it's like so I end up dropping off for a week or something or sure. like whatever because I just feel there's nothing going on mm-hmm. um, yeah I, don't, I went off on a tangent there but yeah the basically ser- yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're <bored laughs> about the tangents yeah. I could certainly relate to uh, to what you mentioned Andrew about just that feeling of like trying to do the smoke and mirrors thing, but equally uh it being a little bit uh quashed by having to invest so much time and effort into the new way, I suppose. Mm.
0: It's it's a it's a cool uh concept though, the the idea of this kind of blend. Mm. Um because there's plenty of people who kind of do one or the other. Mm. Um, but this idea of a blend is I think really fascinating and, and relatively kind of unexplored in mm. a way. Um Uh, And someone, I think, recently who's been really successful in kind of starting that is, I think, one of all, I'd say all of our inspirations, uh, Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. Um, Sure, sure. You know, big inspiration from back in the day when bands were headlining festivals and they, in a kind of still quite a modern sense, you know, went to the top, did the rock rock star thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's got a YouTube channel now, um, which where that's he's good. quite yeah. um, I wouldn't say it's not overly personal it's, it's its you know sharing professional experience and stuff like that rather than here's my cat here's my food <laughs> um, but it's it's um, but you get to know the person because mm. they're just they're talking to you um, and that's I've really uh, you mentioned the Nuno thing and your experience kind of with that this has been almost quite enjoyable like it's opened up um, someone who I respect and have always felt, oh, I'd really like to hear more from from him. Um, yeah, man. Like
1: if Nuno did what Justin Hawkins is doing, I would be like all on that, you know, because it's learning what he thinks about this, that, and the other, his views on the new, the old, the current, you know, whatever, like, love that. I I enjoy that channel as well. And he's doing it at a great time because he's so established, so <laughs> recognised, and he can go in and get the audience and just chat and just be him and that, mm-hmm. I think is... If there was any way to do it. That's a great example. Yeah.
2: Mm. He's very fair, I think, as well, and very yeah. Um, diplomatic. Yeah, I, I'm greatly envious of his control <laughs> of, <laughs> yeah. of of his brain, uh, and uh, just very eloquent. And like, I think he puts. Um, uh, although Matt, did you hear him slagging off John <laughs> Um uh,
0: <laughs> I did see one about John for but Sean he did do
2: ago. one about John. And it, it, I thought he handled it very well, and 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 I think you know, like, um, like you said, Rabir, like I I, uh, I think like the whole criticism, it kind of also leaves you much more open to any kind of criticism. And, and certainly, criticism, you know, being that you're kind of opening up your life more, mm. I feel like um, you, you're kind of also leaving yourself more exposed to, to you, know, I, you know, I think I'm fairly sure we've spoken about it before, but like, you know, I would always would feel that you know when people would at me or whatever on insta you know i feel like that's like directly addressed to me you know like I, you know i distinctly remember you know they say don't feed the trolls kind of thing but i remember biting back a, a couple of times when i'm like man you have no idea how much like time and effort we put into this thing and and like i'm you know mm. that's such a rude thing to say and i feel like kind of opening up your life uh, in that manner like do you ever feel like you're kind of again, like you, uh, we've spoken about kind of like demystifying, but then it's also like, do, do do you kind of have like a boundary in mind where you're kind of, uh, uh, you know, like, or, or or do you feel like being, like how do you manage those boundaries maybe is, is, is maybe the question.
1: <laughs> I think uh, the easiest way to answer that is the boundary is whatever Hannah says is like acceptable. <laughs> like, it's in like, it, sure. you know, like at home, if I'm like around, the, like I don't film videos anywhere else than in here. Sure. You know, like I don't just, I remember one time years ago, I did like a, oh, I've moved house, you know, like that's where I pushed it to. I moved house, like check out my house. Sure. And Hannah was just like, why? Why are you sure. doing that? No sure. one needs to know what the bedroom looks like. And I'm like, you're totally right. No one does need to know that. Like, mm. but you, you, you know, at that time, you know, I suppose I was a little more driven towards establishing some level of following in the social media side of things. Mm-hmm. So I just figured it was an acceptable thing to do. But looking back at it now, it's, It's not that it's not acceptable. It's just it's not necessary. Like, um. But yeah, sorry. What was the second? What was the second part of your question?
2: Oh no no no! Don't. uh, I've never answered a question in my life. So, um. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. But like, as in, I I wondered if like certainly like a a kind of uh dichotomy we always had as well was like, I think this idea of like wanting to be. I mean, we we've all, we all we all we all partake in it, right? You know, in no mm. different than when you start out in a band, you want to seem as big as possible, and like in doing everything in in kind of both as a business and otherwise, the drive is there to appear. You know, I think the word is clout these days, but like you've got mm. you know constantly trying to kind of no different than like you know we're all there sending out emails to promoters, being like we just toured, you know, just toured with real big fish or whatever, you know, like yeah, whoever yeah. the band is like with the biggest following or whatever, like front of the email kind of thing, um, you know, uh, and, and trying to accumulate that and, and appear sort of bigger than you are, you know, and um, like for, in the same, you know, sort of happenstance, you know, I certainly remember really struggling with the idea, like, I remember like for a while with merch and stuff like that, like, mm. We would literally like put it out and then like people would buy it. And then like the next day we'd get like a, the shittiest email being like, I ordered this yesterday and didn't come to me today. Like I'm going to send this to trading standards or whatever. And yeah. the joke would always be that I would reply because it would, is just us, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, in the middle of Austria or something. And I'd be like, hello, you know, Ben. Um, I'm really sorry, <laughs> Andrew. You know, and then it was like, "Don't worry, just keep the money. Um, it's fine." You know, like the the tone would change in like a yeah. minute, and we would always have this just constant uh, like desire to kind of be like, it, "Yeah, it's it, this is lies. Like this, this is what we're doing. We are the we are customer services, yeah. at the front desk, sure. we're all these things, but." at the same time then it's not very cool to say that it makes you feel like oh your band's maybe not doing as well as you know you you don't want people to think and it's like a it becomes an ego thing as well you like you don't want people to think that you're you know you're not as big as maybe you know I remember being on a bus and someone was like you guys take buses and I'm like yeah man how do you think I get to work (laughs) like (laughs) you know like (laughs) we're not like limousine like what who did you think (laughs) we, we were you know and at the same time and i and i think kind of really what like i say what kind of excited me about talking about this it is like this inner turmoil of like you wanna appear everyone wants you know it becomes a pride and an ego thing you wanna appear bigger than you are you wanna you wanna be yeah who who doesn't that's you know like mm. it, it's a it's an unavoidable part of of doing it is that you wanna play the biggest gigs and you know you wanna do the i don't know be the coolest guy or the best whatever and that the business part of it also feeds into that and like certainly with social media and numbers being it being so led that you want to aspire to that you know you want to get free gear you want to get all this kind of stuff you know it's great isn't it you know like but at the same time we would then find ourselves getting bitten on the other side when it was just like, okay, you think we're way bigger than we, like, it's just me dealing with this. Please wait, <laughs> you know, while we yeah. get this stuff done. Like, is that, is that kind of, do you, do you kind of find
1: Yeah, Yeah, find that? Uh, it's, yeah, definitely. Like a great example for me is like, if I put a, a, a video up on YouTube or something, whatever it might be, and you'll get uh, some people commenting as if they don't expect that, you posted it or that you read the comments sure. like slating something in the video or whatever, mm. which is totally fine. You know, it's their opinion. But when you go in and reply, go, Hey man, thanks for watching the video. I just <laughs> thought I'd shed a little light on this. Mm. And then you usually get a reply. Like, oh uh, yeah, no, I don't really think that it's just, you know, sure. it's just at first, at first glance, you know, but thanks for clearing it up. Huge fan in like that kind of backtracking. Mm. It's because like you say, I think to some people at least, uh that spend a lot of time in you know watching YouTube videos is that they just expect that you have this big business that someone else edits your videos. Mm-hmm. I mean in my case I do have John that edits them but like you know I still read all the comments and I'll still reply and I'll mm-hmm. still like do all the thumbnail, the tagging, all the description myself. Mm-hmm. You know, he just edits it. So it's still very much like I think people just get the impression that if you've been doing it a long time or the numbers are have crept up to a point, they just think he doesn't do it anymore. He's not involved. It's just mm-hmm. a the guy on screen and that's all that happens Mm. um so that that is quite funny when that happens but um yeah yeah it's a weird one especially just yeah that feeling of needing and where I'm at right now is feeling like it's something that I need to kind of uphold as opposed to you know there's so much momentum there like I've done it Mm -hmm. for however many years or whatever that it needs to keep up that standard or like that expectation Mm. when actually you know we all change our values or our opinions or whatever principles, whatever, as we go through life on certain things. And I suppose it's just, sometimes it can be difficult to, to maintain all that. And something that I, going back to that smoke and mirrors thing about superstars back in the day, you didn't have to worry about any of that. Mm -hmm. Sure, You could just do music. You could just do gigs. You could just Mm -hmm. go on tour and not for one second. Am I complaining about doing what I do, but, uh, sometimes it would be nice just to be like, yeah, we could just be the band and like, and not have to worry about, yeah, all the all the all that stuff.
0: <laughs> I guess yeah, because inherently in the social media thing, it's you know the algorithms are designed for regularity and yeah. like feeding the beast. And then I guess in a way that if you were around in the seventies, you might have had written a great album, big PR campaign, sold the album, and then. A few years later, you go, How well did that do? You know? And, uh, (laughs) but like now it's like real time. How well is it doing? And then if something's done well, there's more of a, I guess, a literal numbers, which I know they're kind of trialing phasing out, especially on Instagram, the kind Mm -hmm. of number of likes. Um, But yeah, there's the numbers that feed back to you well, that was more successful than that one. Mm-mm. And uh, it might actually be nothing to do with what it is. Like if it was a photo of you with your dog and one with a car, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, and the dog one did better, it's not made because of the dog. It could have been posted at a different time or yeah. um, you know, someone, a million other people could have posted, do you know what I mean, at the same time. It, it's like, so the feedback loop, whilst it feels or seems like um, de- definite, isn't. Mm um but yeah i think i really yeah when you're saying about you know feeding the beast it's a real yeah it's a real i wonder is it just think pressure is the right word or
1: um kind yeah it is i suppose there is pressure there to keep it going um but i think maybe more accurately it's uh you know no one's pressuring you to make content and put it online you're just putting it on yourself it's the guilt mm. for not doing it for like a week i'll be like ah. Oh, I haven't posted anything on Instagram for a week. Man, that's so bad. I'm so bad. Like, But I, then I go, but yeah, but you haven't had anything interesting to say. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're out on tour, of course you would, but you're not right out on tour right now. So it's, it's yeah. So I think, yeah, it's maybe less pressure ex- from external sources and more like the guilt slash pressure that you apply to yourself for sure. not like feeding the beast. and Because you know, that's the right thing to do, you know, whatever. Because,
0: yeah, you're, I guess it is a very personal thing. You set... Like, like you were saying before you kind of set the limits of this is what I'm going to share of mm. my life um, and then you're, you're kind of setting the boundaries and the limits and the regularity for yourself really so it's, mm. it's kind of self-regulated um, based on a bit of feedback I guess mm. um, but whereas someone else might be I post every day and I share photos of whatever mm. um, and might, might be more loose with it and others might be you know just because I, I guess there's still there's still people out there in today's music industry um, it, when we're kind of thinking about this idea of the new superstars I mean I just mm. thought of Billie Eilish um, because yeah. she's huge um, still shares stuff on social media but kind of has had this blend um, of coming up with social media but is she from social media? I don't think so I think she's more traditional route, right?
1: I, I feel like she's a, gr- she's a great example because, mm. well, she's much younger than we are. So mm. she would definitely have, she was born in the world of iPhones and iPads and mm. Insta and Facebook, right? So it's always been there throughout probably when she's a kid to now. So maybe there's not even a thought behind it. Maybe it's of course, that's, that's how it goes. So yeah, I, I think that's also difficult to define whether or not it would have had a massive impact on her success. Mm -hmm. social media or whatever or she just generally really genuinely really good wrote great music was in the right place at the right time got picked up and the rest kind of came with it um another good example would be like of blending the two quite well is like when you like look at a band like um i guess like architects or like bring me horizon they're they're really big now but like architects are like pretty much there Mm -hmm. and Everything you see on socials from them, ninety percent of the time, I feel like is done externally from the band.
2: Yeah, um, they have a, a few guys that, that kind of tour tour around with them, and bring me as well. Like that was definitely the kind of it's. They're funny. Like it's funny. You, you you think I think bring me. I was trying to think of like oh who 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 are the who are the future of that? And mm. like it's funny because bring me the horizon where they are is so future leaning, but also so nostalgic at the same time. I feel like they've got like a really good. Cause it's like, it's like, it's new metal. Like, and there's like, you know, those kind of, all those bands we grew up watching there, you know, Corn who then now, the you know, VHS and all that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, like, the, you know, the Chillibert Live, again, we spoke about Live at Slane a million times, but like off the map and obviously the Incubus stuff and Ruben, like, uh, uh, you yeah, know, lived off that stuff. I feel like yeah. they kind of like really have like done a great line of like, bringing their music into the future, but then also mm-hmm. like kind of still um, uh, kind of holding onto those nostalgic pieces that, that, that sort of seem to trigger trigger us oldies. But like, I, I feel like it's fairly universal, you know, like, you know, those the lockdown videos they did. I remember them mm-hmm. being like really, really good, a really good transition into that. And so like, do you think there's, uh, would you say like, do you feel like they're kind of doing it the best? Or like, is there, you know, is there someone you feel like is kind of like, Oh, okay, that's that's the right the right balance, the right kind of approach. Or
1: I feel like uh, Yeah, it's actually quite hard to think of a great example that in encompa- that that like embodies both the social media personality slash big successful artists. Like I know there are, but I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, like maybe someone like Matteo Asato is a good example sure. in the sense that, you know, massive on the socials, but now he's also playing for A-list artists and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that might be a good example in that they still give enough of themselves to the socials so that people can feel like they're like subscribed and involved in their, in his personal life. But equally you only ever see him play guitar and just the odd little thing about stuff he's into, but then you watch him on stage in Las Vegas uh, residency for four nights or whatever with, or a month or whatever it is with Bruno Mars. It's Mm -hmm. like insane. So that's quite a nice blend of the two um but like yeah smaller artists i guess like going back to like architects or something when they do post like a little more personal kind of video that you can tell one of the band members they've just done it in the rehearsal room that would probably if i was a huge fan of them or younger would spark that oh a bit of insight into like Mm -hmm. them you know alongside the other stuff that you see so yeah i think it's totally possible and totally like doable but i think I think it's maybe just more, from my perspective, um, trying to break a little bit out of uh, the social media stuff and just focus more on the uh, music and, uh, you know, the art and stuff like, and try and get back out there doing that. And, yeah, I don't do know where I was you, going Do you find
2: that. there's a difference, <laughs> obviously, now that we kind of like, kind of have like a, uh, a quantifier of, of kind of success within that range? Do you find that like more personal you know, like obviously like you do updates uh, kind of, mm. uh, and like ask the Afro and that kind of stuff. Do you, do you find that there's a, like, cause I've, uh, you know, I, I've, it's interesting. One of those things where it's like, no, know, know your audience. And mm. I've always found it's quite amazing that like, you'd like to think that it was like a load of kind of guitar nerds. But so I imagine a hard, huge part of it is just like, no, I just seem like a really nice guy. And just, you know, I just like following them. And do oh, you I find like skateboarding? Yeah. Do you find there's a, <laughs> uh, yeah, skateboarding? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, do you find that there's a, 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 you know, a numeric difference in those kind of posts? Yeah. I mean, I'm,
1: you know, I guess like on that, on that side of things, like as of late, I, well, actually for quite a while, I've struggled to really determine exactly what it is people may f- uh, follow or watch my stuff for, because I'll think to myself like, uh, oh, I'll try a new thing um, based on what I see out there from other people mm-hmm. and think I'll try and do my own spin on something. Uh, and then it might not really gain a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. I never do it for the traction, but equally when you've got a new idea you're excited about, it, you put a bit of effort in and like uh, and set it out there and the return, uh, numeric return, may be a little bit disappointing or whatever. But then you go ahead and just sit in front of the camera chatting about what you've done for the last month. Mm-hmm. And then that's like completely, that's way different. <laughs> um, and then like, you just kind of go in, well, I don't really understand what I need to do or like what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really weird. So yeah, there is definitely a difference. I, and I'm often thinking to myself, the personal stuff, I think it almost seems based on numbers that that's more popular, but I do feel like if I just focused on that, people would be like, will you shut up and play guitar? Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I think a, a tough, and you know, arguably one feeds the other, right? It, it, yeah. It's what you hope. You know, like, I, again, always the uh, a common adage I always find is that creators who, I mean, because, you know, like it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like it's interesting when you think of like like natural ability in that sense. And what I mean by that is kind of like there are some people that seem to fall very naturally into this gear and are just mm. very magnetic People, you know, and mm. very um, attractive, but in 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 a in a human way, if that makes sense. Like sure. they just exude those things. Whether or not in their private life they're miserable, that, that's as another <laughs> uh, thing. Yeah. And, and like personally, me, like I never got into this to be the front of anything. You know, like I, I, I again, it's it's like a hard thing to quantify because you, like you say, you would just want to do the music, you know, like and and you want to concentrate on making the best thing you can make and put it out and like I wondered if um like in your kind of example you know I always think it's really interesting to think of like okay you're 14 you're learning the guitar whatever you know and like how's it does it affect your self-image in that like you know I remember we got to a point where we were like I just kind of had my head down and was like I suppose I thought maybe the best thing that could happen is like play guitar, Wembley, you know, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Some kind of play live aid. Other, do you know what I mean? Or some, I don't know what the top was meant to be, but I had obviously, mm. we obviously started out on that, you know, just play Freak on a Leash, whatever, you know, like whatever the whatever the thing was meant to be. Like, how how does that kind of marry up now? You know, like obviously, you know, here we are down the line, like, do you, does it kind of meet up with what you aspired to, or, or 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 is it you know radical change? And also, like, how do you feel about it? Like, do you feel, you know, do you feel, uh, do do are you, is there a kind of a, a scratch you want to itch? You know, like I have to admit, like uh, and we've, I've not spoken to you personally since, but like seeing you on the reading stage, like <laughs> I was so I I mean I'm sure you're through the through the roof but like, I remember like literally, and, you know, I followed you before we even met kind of thing and seeing like the video come in, I was so hyped for you, man. <laughs> like we, I literally spoke to Matt about it like straight after and was like, how cool is that? That like you're on that stage being you. That's what I think was so cool is that like you were given the leeway to just go and be you because you've kind of established this thing. You You weren't, I wouldn't even say you were a session guy, even by your positioning on the stage. Do you know what I mean? You were there front and centre. And I think I would probably argue that most of that crowd knew exactly who you were, you know, like, and is that kind of, again, like, how does that, how does that marry up with, you know, 12 year old beer, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. Uh,
1: Yeah. um, Well, yeah. uh, Firstly, yeah, that was mental and appreciate the excitement around that. Like it was absolutely, I was, shitting myself <laughs> didn't look and, like it <laughs> yeah. um, I guess like yeah if you draw that example and apply it to like 12 year old beer then I guess that would be quite accurate maybe okay. in terms of like the image you know flames on your own on stage <laughs> playing guitar solos
0: exactly <laughs> yeah it's
1: pretty nice. cliche like dream when you're a kid uh, right yeah yeah um, but I think a it's just, on the bucket list yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's a. It's a. I feel like what it turns into is more of a realistic kind of. Uh, when you're younger, you go, "I want to be a famous guitarist or rock star, whatever." It's being a band, get signed, whatever. In and amongst those kind of things, you, when you when you kind of grow up and you, if you start working in that world, I've been fortunate enough to work in this world for a while. I feel like actually it's very easy to assume that you're not doing it Mm -hmm. right. Going on tour with your friends, with fans that buy merch, that listen to your music and talk about it in a way that you talked about your favorite artists. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of those things that is literally, I guess on paper, what it is you dream about. Well, what I dreamed about when I was a kid, you know, being like the people I was watching on TV or going to see shows doing, but, uh, I think the reality is that those moments and those things happen very scattered throughout a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So it's quite easy to fall into that mindset that you're maybe not doing it exactly how you dreamed you were sure. going to do it. But actually it's not that far off mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You can, I, I, I can live in a, in a comfortable way through doing music. So yeah, I guess that is technically achieving the thing I set out to do. Um, I think it's just more that there's just way more time than you ever would have expected when you were younger. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's easy to come in and out of this, like, ebb and flow of, like, excitement and, like, yeah, I'm doing it, to, like, no, I'm not, I'm failing. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it again,
0: you know? Absolutely. It's, it's not like the kind of, I always imagine, like, a big... Fiery arch, you know, an arch is literally on fire, and it's it's like making it written on the top, and so <laughs> yeah. you're like powering through, and then yes, and everyone's there like yes, you made it, <laughs> you know, it's like that that didn't happen, okay, right? It's it's yeah. a pro, it's a process. It's usually
1: only when someone turns around to you and goes and sort of summarizes what they've seen going on from the outside that you go, oh yeah, fair enough, mm-hmm. actually. Um, yeah, but 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 bringing it back to that idea with the whole like separation thing, I think between fan and artist kind of thing, and the, you know the superstar mm. thing and whatever, um, those very small little anomalies like the Reading show mm. is is like so far on the other side of anything that I normally do mm-hmm. that it it very much felt like a dream, like a, a complete um, blip in my life mm-hmm. um, but but equally when you talk about that on social media that's the type of thing that someone may see and be like okay well that's
2: that's him yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so it's just a weird one because those kind of things do make you kind of go well which one's more me which one's more the thing that I should sure. be doing or feel like I want to do um and yeah. Again, I've gone off on a tangent.
0: No, no, it's
2: good. Yeah, it's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Just you're, you're, it, honestly, we could talk about you know digestives over hobnobs at this point. It's, it's, it's just,
0: <laughs> just, it's, uh, just to pick up on just to pick up on that though, the kind of we seem to be talking about hobnob, sorry. like so, so hobnobs yeah, and <laughs> uh, digestives, like live kind of versus social media almost. And um, the I, I feel the impression is almost. I think for our generation particularly, um, which we're probably a similar age to bring me and architects Mm. and all those guys. Um, But so something like the Stormzy uh, Reading thing, the feeling maybe that that legitimizes YouTube is probably already legitimate by this point. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those who don't know, you play guitar in Frog Leap. um, Mm. And I've... That that model, I feel, is very interesting in yeah. that that's social media first. Mm-hmm. Um, and given that we talked about small music venues and that kind of thing today, um, small music venues, sorry, social media and building a following first mm. and then translating that to a live setting um, and kind of off the back of socials and um, that success, you know, selling tickets mm-hmm. selling merch as you say and do you do you think that that i i have a, my own feelings on it but do you th- what do you think is do you think that that is the the new way to do things or um do you think that that's a blend like kind of sits in tandem with the traditional method of play the venues build yourself up one gig get a time mm-hmm. like what, what, what do you think around that I, it's, that's a great
1: question, and I think that it it feels like it's we're in a transitionary period where the more traditional system or machine or whatever you want to call it is holding on to that process. So, like, getting a band, go just gig your ass off for five years, or whatever, great, gain your fans that way, and like, yeah, use the socials and stuff, but really, just go out and gig, and maybe you'll get picked up through word of mouth and blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. because. I suppose that, I see that quite a lot in that I see bands come out of nowhere, it feels like. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you're watching these artists with these huge numbers and you think, yeah, but where'd they come from? And it almost feels like that ties in with the old school model of they got picked up and invested in and then given the platforms and connections to get, Mm -hmm. to get that status. Whereas then you look at Uh, so yeah so there's that side of it and then there's the side that you mentioned like someone like Leo in that he just grew astronomically big on social media so that there is no way it doesn't translate to life because if you've got nearly four five whatever million followers he has even even one percent is still a great amount Mm. of people (laughs) to to want to buy tickets and buy merch and go and see a band Mm. which then for promoters and that traditional machine look at that and see value because i we actually found that maybe 10 years ago now or whatever 8 years ago with dorje and even with tosca to an extent people didn't want to know in the in the machine in the in the traditional model mm-hmm. People, did. it wasn't. In fact, it was thanks to Andrew that put Tosca on tour with Arcane Roots. No, you say we our actually lives, go- mate.
2: Don't worry about well, it. Well, <laughs> can we? How we can got- we get Tosca on this tour? Like, <laughs> yeah. guys, we've not taken them to Scotland yet. Like, yeah. literally, <laughs> it would just no- any no- excuse. Checks. Any excuse. We're just like. Guys, what are you thinking for the next tour? We're like, we're thinking Tosca. What are you guys thinking? Like <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. about three tours of Tosca now, and we're like, yeah, but we've not taken them to the Netherlands yet. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly right. But but that time. being like a, a great and thank you so much for oh, that opportunity back in the not day at all. because that puts you under the that puts you in the eyes of people that don't give a shit about YouTube mm-hmm. or Insta. Like they you know they just listen to music, right? They don't mm-hmm. care about socials, and so that yeah. That, but we had difficulty outside of that opportunity. Yeah, I remember thinking promoters and bookers were like, yeah, but who are you? Like, sure. we, you haven't been on the circuit before. Yeah, I can see you've got numbers and your streams are that much and blah, 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 but you've not been on the circuit, so why would we take a risk kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. And it's re- it was really difficult to convince somebody, look, I can guarantee a minimum amount of tickets just based off my experience of how it works, you know, like Absolutely. in seeing you get X amount of streams and you get X amount of views on YouTube or whatever, a percentage of them will buy a ticket and come and watch because they want to see you in person. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that isn't as bad now, but it's still there. But then, but then yeah, Frog Leap's a great example because it's almost like if you're small to medium sized, you'll still have that struggle. Mm -hmm. If you've been around for a while doing it, you might struggle a bit less, but then when you're absolutely huge it's just not a problem because they can see you're huge and they're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to earn the money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, nice.
2: If anyone uh, has come up to you and been like, or Leo, uh, I genuinely, uh, I remember hearing, uh, at the outset, I think maybe, I don't know if it was Matt who told me someone, uh, uh, from like, it might even have been you, Rabir. Uh, and I remember just, I've literally gone and told everyone I've ever spoken to that that is the future. like, I genuinely believe it more and more and more. The fact that, like, even like you know, we're talking about these venues that just just can't stay afloat, you know. Like, uh, and obviously, you know, COVID, you know, hasn't helped, and and I'm sure there'll be a resurgence, and it'll be interesting to see if you know the novelty of that wears off or, or grows still. And I think like that notion of you know, you go and play the toilet circuit, and that's how you you know you kind of create a buzz and and kind of then try and translate that I, I just yeah i i think i i i think that's dying i i, I it's there's like less and less small venues cuz of all these issues mm. in their in residential areas or or just even the turnover mm. of getting people out of their houses and getting them to to shows like i say i remember hearing that like the first gig and like just selling it out in the, you know the middle of nowhere in norway or whatever and like you know the kind of merch numbers that you that, that we are getting i was like like that, like, is that the future? Like that, that, that feels to me like, you know, like that could be the case. And and like, certainly it was interesting to see this idea of so many bands embracing live shows and filmed shows during the whole COVID thing. And like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, even the VR type stuff, is that something that can translate eventually? I know there's the whole being in the room with someone else and that kind of electricity, if we could kind of bridge that. Would a would you get a more international audience? You know, a, a, a show or whatever. But like, yeah, this idea of of kind of grouping people <laughs> from all over the world and then trying to translate that to something like I say. I, I mean, it's mad to hear you say that you struggled uh, back then with the numbers. You know, uh, uh, when I don't, I really don't think you would now. <laughs> you know, like, uh, like because you know we're much more kind of turned on to that, and definitely mm. the social. I remember. You know, even before we had like booking agents and stuff, it was like social. And well, I'm assuming they would still feed those social numbers uh, back in. It's still you know a numbers game. And then, like you say, I think then there's still this kind of line between like a physical real thing and like a, a something I, I've really been trying to focus on is like this idea of you know you you working on something and then you put it on social media and you're like <laughs> done. And then people watch that video, people watch that thing, or they listen to your record. And then a week, a month, you know, then they want something else. Or it's kind of that, that, that kind of peak has, has dropped. And so I still think like at the same time that they're like, I'm really trying with everything to be like, no, no, like focus on something real, <laughs> you know, in the real world, yeah. put a record in a place, something that's like monetizable and something that's like physical, even just the idea of it, you know, like uh, of 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 having something out there that that's had taken a risk and and is physical and you can go and be there, and I feel like that's kind of like this fight that we're having. It's definitely like, you know, I think COVID has really helped digital media, and like, you know, really really turned everyone on to, you know, these on certainly the kind of older. Uh, um not older generations, but you know, older, older systems being like, oh, okay, this is something we need to take more awareness mm. of, or or we're gonna die. Um, and I I think I think it's such an interesting idea. Like again, like vinyl doing so well, you know, like who who saw that coming? You know, like <laughs> yeah. where like where did that come from suddenly? And it, it maybe it shows that we still want to hold something and until there's some kind of VR, iPad, replay or something, you know, that, that feels like it's yours. Um, I feel like we're kind of like, you know, fighting with that. And I think like, uh, Rabir, like something I, I really like about what you do and, and 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 hearing you talk, I really feel like that's maybe something, uh, I, I know it's considered, but I what I always think and what I think why people gravitate to you and why I gravitate to you is like you're doing something with a real world application. I like the songs that you make f- fucking slap, you know? And, and like, it's not just like a, you know, I, I, I think I've said to anyone I've ever worked, with, you know, like the demo guitar things are just always like, here's a metal zone and we're going to play sweet home Alabama, you know? Like, and it's just like, <laughs> I don't, that's not what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking to hear what this product does. I think mm. like, you know, and, and my question rounding up this long uh, ramble was kind of this split, and I, I I'd be really interested in that this rise of kind of like Instagram guitar playing, and like you're saying about that then translating back into the real world, like how ha, ha, I mean a I suppose what do you kind of is there a, 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 and certainly someone of your uh, ability as well like do you feel like there's a kind of a pressure to sort of um, you know get a Ibanez and play polyphia or like uh, you know, or do you feel like you know you still you, you feel like there's still a place for like a you know for a song and and for and for something within a band uh, uh, dynamic? Um, or do you see that maybe in the future? You know, like the numbers are insane. Like I literally I can't touch Instagram without scrolling through a million people playing Lana Del Rey or something. Do you know what I mean? In like a new arranged format. But then like I say, I think I, I was gonna say I was unaware of anyone becoming real. <laughs> and so to hear that uh, uh, Matthias is 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 uh, was he playing for was it Bruno Mars? That's insane.
0: That's um, yeah he, he used to play for um someone else as well, was it? Tori Tori Kelly. Oh Tori okay. Kelly, that was it, yeah. Like
2: yeah. do you see that as being uh, uh or oh, a how do you feel? Does that well, something that was interesting you or you know?
1: That, well the Instagram guitar thing is is a good is a good one. Um in the sense that I learned through doing the Reading thing that most of the people they find for these gigs is on Insta. Wow. So, like, he didn't even... The guy that drafted me in for that gig didn't even know anything about what I did prior to that. He just stumbled across the profile. Sure. And he was like, he fits, let's get in touch. And when I was like, that's mental, you know, like, Mm -mm. I've been doing stuff online for years, like, not trying to big myself up, but just be like, Mm -mm. how... how?" You know, like, I didn't realise it was that just oh we'll just jump on insta type in guitarist find someone that works so (laughs) yeah
2: yeah you know
1: maybe maybe with the uh, shelf you know yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, maybe with Mateus, it kind of happened that way i i'm not sure but the instagram guitar thing is funny um because it can it can destroy a lot of people's self-belief when Mm. they scroll through and see these people that play flawlessly and they don't Maybe stop to consider that they'll have been trying to film that thirty second clip all day, yeah, you know, for that one perfect take, and it's not sustainable, it's not really real, um
0: there was that whole controversy as well about uh editing of some of those sure um like too fast to be real and then finding yeah. out those sounds don't edit- like that right <laughs> yeah
1: well what was i mean in fairness to him he went out on tour and showed everyone that it's he does do it uh, and that was nice because he got he had to get out of jail free card which was that i am actually good and can do okay. it yeah, yeah. um so that was good but it's funny because the the instagram guitar thing is like i find it really interesting when that translates to live because most of the time and this is just my opinion but most of the time they're always sat down on camera playing and doing this recital, but then whenever I've seen sort of live footage, it's almost a bit like uh rabbit in the headlights sure because they only ever sit in front of sitting down in mm. front of the camera mm. but when you're on stage and there's all this room to take up and all of this other stuff to interact with not just your bandmates but mm. the people in the crowd yet it feels like they've restricted themselves to like a square meter. <laughs> and that's it you know and um yeah it's a funny one because i think i can quite easily see the opinion uh, the uh, expectations being well they're incredible on insta so they're going to be incredible live it's just not the sure. truth not i don't mean playability i don't mean ability i mean showmanship Foot. i mean yeah, yeah, the right. stuff going yeah. going back to the superstardom thing like sure they're not going to be jumping around the stage like being the best showman because that's that's not what they do you mm-hmm. know sure um, so the Instagram guitar thing is, is I find it a really interesting place one it's a place where the big big stars find the bands mm-hmm. so it's good to it's be on lot. there doing it for that mm-hmm. reason but then on the on the on the other side it's like it, it, it creates a false sense of uh, superstardom mm-hmm. these okay. ones that these ones that have half a million a million followers and they're amazing mm-hmm. but like uh, these 30 second clips. They're not, you know, no disrespect because they're all amazing, but none of them do the superstar thing.
2: Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you so think like, does that translate to TikTok as well? Like, do you feel, is there a pressure that you would maybe feel like? to, to Well, I don't of-
1: even do TikTok. I just, I like, haven't even gone there. I'm scared of the thing. I'm just like, nah, <laughs> sure. I'm not, I'm not getting into a new platform where it's obviously maybe not wise, but equally, because it's so big, mm-hmm. but I think it's the same there too. I think, um, yeah, I I just think that is maybe just to general generalize, that is because we're talking about bite-sized content. We're not talking mm-hmm. about a half mm-hmm. an hour video you can put on YouTube. We're talking about these 30 second to a minute long clips, mm. none of which uh none of which can you know, if people are writing a song that lasts 30 seconds, mm-hmm. that's not a song. Sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, so how can you go watch that live? Mm you know you can't so it'd be
0: be over uh, in five minutes yeah
1: (laughs) so there is this it is very much a there are these two very obvious sort of camps I feel
0: like with it Mm. Uh, I remember sorry go on no no that was that's it okay I I remember um, I think it I was I had a chat with Leo at some point anyway but the the idea of what do you think about uh, maybe this is a cliche question have you got any advice for the you know young generation coming into Instagram now? But do you like it's it's you surely the numbers and I think what we've been saying is that we all think it's a bit more widely adopted in uh, the wider music industry and life. So therefore, you know, there's more people on it, more mm. competition. Maybe the production value, the uh, the 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 kind of proficiency of musicians. Mm showing their skills is higher so do you think it's i mean i'm kind of assuming it's harder to get on now if you were starting from zilch mm. but where do you think someone who's kind of keen because because these guys um i mean they're called influencers mm. that's the term mm. you have half a million a million subscribers or followers on instagram like you say people are watching that and they will be inspired and these guys or girls or whoever will be young players coming on and exploring these guitarists will be kind of like, well, I kind of want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they will be going there rather than watching Jimmy page, uh, on a DVD, um, and saying, I want to play on a stage. Maybe I'm, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just aspiring to becoming, uh, big on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sorry, that's a big question. But no, what, no. What, what kind of advice would you give someone or for who wants to pursue that? Um yeah. based on kind of everything we've been talking about? The current state of it
1: is that I guess if you rewind ten five to ten years, um as we said earlier, people were it the the bigger industry was sort of catching up to the values of this how it is now, right? Mm-hmm. So There was a transitionary period where if I guess, and I think I fell into that, if you get, if you started up then and stuck it out, now you're kind of fortunate in that uh, you've got the following and like, you can just use those platforms and move forward. Having said that, um, fast forward to now, it very much feels feels like the traditional machine in that you, you had to by chance get picked up by an A&R scout at a gig or something like whatever you want to call it you know they'd be watching bands in London or whatever see a band that were on tour locally, and go they're sick we're going to sign them mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. feels a little bit like that now with social media because there's such competition and so many people doing it that yeah like if you're starting out and you've not done anything it, it, you know it's way there's way more competition and there's way more uh just everyone's switched onto it. So there's way more expectation of quality of ability of all this stuff. So it's definitely harder. And my advice would be, you know, if you see these half a million followers, guitarists, maybe try and think why they have half a million followers, like uh, analyze the content, look at the things that uh, are very, Look at the th- they look at the things they they constantly do, whether it's they're always smiling in the camera, or they're always playing a really nice guitar, or they make eye contact with the lens, or That's there such are these a thing. Lo- I, yeah.
2: Just FYI, anyone looking to to I drives me up the wall. Don't look don't yeah. ever look at me. <laughs> 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 don't ever look at me. Don't ever smile at me. I don't want it. Just head down, man. It's fine. Yeah, I
1: I'm I'm like that. I yeah. struggle a little bit when they're like I feel seen. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah you just yeah. like
2: you
1: know. But um, you know, and, and look at all those things that maybe they keep doing every time and think maybe that has something to do with their numbers. And then so I suppose to summarize that little point, uh address the quality before you start. Mm. You know, you can't don't just chuck a Instagram, sorry, don't just chuck an iPhone up
2: mm-hmm.
1: because that won't cut it anymore. Mm. Or if it does or if you do do it needs to have like good audio and the set needs to be lit it's, it's some, it can't just be like a dimly lit room with an iphone cuz just no one cares mm-hmm. it it has to look a certain level um so yeah you you want to make sure that you've refined the thing that you're trying to put out there before you put it out there and by doing that and the easiest way i think to do that is by analyzing the competition seeing what what's what common themes you find across all the successful ones mm-hmm and apply that to yourself and how you do it and make your own spin which leads me on to my second point which is make your own spin on it
2: mm-hmm.
1: right if you see if you see dudes playing like yeah like the polyphia style mm-hmm. that's great but that's his thing that's why he's huge mm-hmm. if you just did the same thing you might get some traction but equally it's just a it's just copy and paste mm-hmm. take that and apply it to your own thing and and put your own spin on it like and that can be quite difficult, I think, but equally, that's worth spending time doing. Mm-hmm. Is try to find your sort of niche within something that's very popular. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember—I can't remember who said it, but like, was it Richard Branson said something about Coca-Cola? who's like, with Virgin Cola, he's like, just take something that's really, really successful, change it slightly, sure. and then back and then chuck it back out there and because put your own name on it, mm-hmm. proof's in the pudding, right? So, mm-hmm.
2: um, and it's I Virgin think that's Cola a great, now, Hey <laughs>
0: you know <laughs> it's all out in space on this little uh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah the alien market yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think that
1: that's the best advice I can give and at least it's the kind of advice that I apply to myself um, is yeah just see what's working for people and just think how would I do that and then really focus on what would I do that makes it me uh, and then just do that so that would be my best advice, and I think the, only, the, the and as a result. You know, if you're doing it properly, you should see the numbers go up because it really is almost as black and white as that. You know, if you're consistent and you post regularly and it's good quality and you tick those boxes that you can see other people have ticked, so that's why they're popular. It'll probably work out.
0: Sure. Nice. Amazing. And anyone, anyone you could tip who's you think is doing that now? Any favourites?
1: People that I think are doing that now. but well, they're all what you mean big artists such as people I follow oh, any, yeah, yeah, any,
0: yeah. Any, anyone in particular who you think is cool who you're following
1: oh there's so, I mean it's it's so many <laughs> it's like a, a just like pebble dash brain when I'm trying to think about it it's like <laughs> yeah like I've always loved Mateus because mm. all, what you, all you get is great quality guitar playing barely ever talks it's just beautiful guitar playing on his own unaccompanied and it's, if you're into that it's really nice to listen to so great, and uh, Sophie Burrell. Sure, I always yeah. kind of support her because um, I think the thing is that she recognizes the game that she's playing and sticks to it religiously, and it's just working. Mm-hmm. She's she's obviously identified what people like what she does for, and she's gone down that route. Sure. and I mean, like, you know, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of like a, a lot of eye contact and sure. like a, maybe. Whatever else, but there are certain t- um, things that she does that obviously really work. On top of being great guitar player, mm-hmm. um, and she's even identified that you know she doesn't improvise. She doesn't really like to improvise, but what she does like to do is learn famous songs and solos and play mm-hmm. those. And I think people dig that seeing someone play something impressive that they already know.
2: Sure. Yeah. 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 She's so,
1: got a great music taste as well. Yeah. Mm, mm, Very. Uh, yeah, and her videos look good. They sound good. She looks good. Everything works, mm. um, and so I just support that. I think you know you found your thing, you got your own spin on it. The quality's there, and the proofs in the numbers. And I really appreciate when people just do a thing, do it properly, and 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 smash it. You know. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, oh man, there's so many. I mean, like <laughs> not just guitarists. Like I love like Brody Simpson drums. Sure. Because um, yeah, yeah. they always sound and look fantastic. Like Eric uh, and Proto. He oh, found his thing, master. GoPro, black and white, <laughs> hash and dash, fly on the wall, ridiculous drumming. Mm. And it's almost always been that. I, mm. think, I think almost all his posts have been black and white.
0: Okay.
2: That's
1: great. Wow. And it's like, there you go. There's your thing. That's the, that's the USP of your thing. And it's mm. just taken off for him. It's fantastic. Um, Jared James Nichols, another great mm. example. Loves the kind of blues, blues power thing he does and big like just attitude and he's just stuck to that, and it's totally worked for him.
2: So those a, are a few. It advice. must be so hard to like maintain perspective. I feel like, like to know to know what's working. I suppose e- e- even you know in- incrementally, but I feel like, like we're saying, you know, whereas you know, uh, I think like it's no different than like the people who want to be in the mosh pit and the people who want to be standing at the back with their arms folded. You know, like, mm. and it's. I think it's really interesting to think about, you know, even like my nieces and nephews or even my son, like, born with an iPad, you know, there. You know, like, it, it you know, I, like I say, I'm sure we all remember the internet coming, you know, and I, mm. I remember sitting on my dad's lap and going on AOL, you know, kind of thing and dial up and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's so interesting to see that this new ecosystem, you know, is is really thriving. Like, do you, do you ever think that you know, when I try and think, you know, even now we try and think like, oh, I was into Lego and I was into X-Men and I was into Action Man and Captain Planet. And it's like, oh, well, what? Captain Cap- Planet's great. Absolutely, man. <laughs> get it back. And, uh, and it's amazing how many are still around, you know, uh, like, and I've and, and kind of soldiered on and, and had to change. But again, like, you know, even now with like, certainly I know with like TikTok, that people are making edits you know as in bands are making edits of their songs so, so that they will fit you know within that and again this kind of 30 second to a minute kind of culture and, and guitar playing like do you ever feel like that really is the like maybe we as in being maybe we're like holding on to something that's that's just we're on the last embers of it and like could could you ever see like are we, are we looking at 30 Second-minute songs, like—is that the new? You know, let's say, like, so. what if we? What if that died out, and it's like, you know, the rise of of the big pop machine, and you know, like I say, you shop for guitarists on on Instagram, and and that's kind of like you bring those bands in. Like, certainly, like it's interesting looking at the models in Japan, for example, where like the desire, oh, like comes baby before- metal, and that. Oh, and like v-tubing and all that kind of stuff, where mm. it's like. This, like, again, I'm obsessed with kind of cross-media things. And it's so interesting to see, like, you know, the idea of, of you know, that's guitar and, and this kind of condensed version of being a guitar player, kind of slowly being kind of condensed and, and you know, and polished and, and production and everything like that. You know, now you look at, like, for example, like the VTubers who are um, picked uh, and the that desire is there. For the band was the idea for the band was there first. Before the members were in it, they are looking for that person who's going to deliver that personality and deliver that uh, experience. And a lot of the time, some of them are rappers, some of them are singers, some of them write their own songs and then they perform them under this. Obviously, the the, the animated uh, uh, guys. Like, do do you think that's well? A I suppose. Do you think that's uh, uh uh, like, how do you feel about that being a, a, a realm of possibility? And is it, you know, as we spoke about the AI thing, is it something? I suppose it's a question for everyone. I suppose, like, is it something we could embrace? Like, what if that that is really was the case? Do you, could you find love in there, or is that is it dead for you? You know, what's the? Uh,
1: I mean, as like people, artists like that Hatsune Miku, who's mm. like completely oh, yeah. virtual, right? Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like completely maybe even her music's AI, who knows, but it's like, that's so big. I think it's kind of, uh, maybe I'm wrong in assuming that, but it might be sort of location dependent, like in the Far East, Japan and stuff, they might be so switched on to that style Mm -hmm. of product and that Mm -hmm. kind of artistry that it works really well there. You do get, you do get crossover of it. I mean, like K-pop's massive in the West, Mm -hmm. you know, so I, I, I understand that it does cross over. But, um, Maybe it's just my slightly more traditionalist view, but I just, you still have to get, be able to go to a gig and watch the, watch them do it properly on stage and, 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 and it could be like gorillas. Yeah. Yeah, Very true. Like way ahead of their time. They were way ahead of their time. Like such a good example of like, you know, if they came out tomorrow and no one had ever heard it, it would be huge still. That's how I feel about gorillas. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, there are, you know there are definitely ways of doing it, and again, maybe that just boils down to how unique they are, the product is, like the quality of the tunes and all the rest of it. I still feel like at the end of the day, it boils down to someone listening to something and going, "Yeah, I like that." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah, these uh, uh, you know, and harking back to the, the Insta stuff with these half a million followers and all the rest of it. Like, yes, um, if they then use that clout to then write original material and then go out there from that front there's still one major deciding factor there, Mm. which is what if it's shit? What if like the music's not good? What if like they make music and it's just, you you know, they'll have a small niche of followers that like will still support, but equally it still doesn't allow you to cross over to that superstardom without actually having a fantastic product to start with.
2: Sure. Sure. I personally, and
1: that product I'm talking about is the music. You can still be a great artist and have massive fans, but like, like Billie Eilish, great example. Music's sure. there. The music's there. Sure. So,
0: it's nice. That, yeah, that's always the. It's nice to kind of come to that point, I guess. If it's yeah. all about the music, man. You know, but it, it's it's never more true. And yeah, we, can, we. I think that seems to be the red thread behind all this. Mm-hmm. You know, is writing a good tune. Absolutely. Unless AI takes over now. And then yeah <laughs> they write if, the if, tunes
1: for you. <laughs> if AI writes really sick tunes, yeah. then basically I don't You know, can
0: imagine be... like twenty one hundred of the top ten is AI bod number one and well, like, look.
2: I mean, know. so Rabir, what you're saying is that you know so imagine this, right? You've got a digital version of yourself. You never have to bother mm. you'd have to do anything. You you can bear, you can do it you could do the video in your pants, right? You haven't got to worry about your face. No one knows who you are. So there's your smoke and mirrors, right? You got, you, you know, boot up the, the computer every morning. And you're like, cool, chuck, chuck in every riff you've ever done. Maybe just have a little whittle in the morning, feed, you know, and obviously, you know, Logic or your DAW of choice, that feeds, it's just live link, like straight there, anything you feed in. You'd even have a mic in the room and just kind of jam out and that's all kind of feeding in. And then it's just like, here you go, a beer. here's a hundred, have a little, you know, Bosch through and you're like oh okay brilliant you know you put your mocap suit on you bosh it out you got you know slamming and you know and the, the whole i think maybe what i'm uh um interested in here is that okay let's say you know what's maybe already there we're not that excited about but if that's the format let's say and let's say that's you know for arguments sake, let's say even that's where the money went or that's where the interest went you know obviously i've no, you know, zero doubt that you would put your own spin on it. You know, let's say songs were a minute and that was, that was it. I'm pretty sure you could make a slamming minute. And like, (laughs) so again, do you know know what I mean? As in like, I suppose you apply it to like, okay, well, you know, if it was me, I'd be like, right, what can I do in this minute? Like, I, I, you know, that's that's what it is. You know, can you, can you, you, you know, you know, you can make the product, but can you make it to a minute? I think it could be a laugh, actually. We should try and do our... <laughs> we should try and just see if we can get, like, the best... Maybe it'd be the most successful thing we've ever done. You know do you know what I mean? But I love the idea Probably. that maybe that we're just, you know, here we are and here are the, the younger generations and it's just circum... We're not even aware. We don't, you know, we're in our bubble. We don't even know mm-hmm. that that's, that's past. Hang on to the past. You know, Matt, what, what are your feelings? You know,
0: would you... Would you? Uh... Um, yeah, I, th- I think it. My whole feeling with all of this, it feels like constantly everything goes in two opposite directions, sure. like all the time. And it's not really pulling apart. It's maybe it's kind of two lines in the same direction that cross over occasionally. Yeah. But I see it in everything. Like this, we and we've talked about it on here a lot. The idea of nostalgia. I mean, I'm big into cars. Mm-hmm. People, there's companies out there now using the internet to popularise, um, taking an, an original old Mini and electrifying it. Mm-hmm. People doing it with Land Rovers. Mm-hmm. Equally, then there's people putting Corvette engines into Land Rovers. Sure. And <laughs> they're the most customised thing, $150,000, whatever. And uh, unbelievable, but with a petrol engine. And um, there's all this kind of stuff happening that's um, future-focused, but equally tying us to the past mm-hmm. where we're cu- we seem to be holding on to something. Um, and I don't know whether that's just a human nature thing or kind of a case of where the internet and all this tech has brought us to this point of going, well, wow, we could just do anything. You know, there's a market <laughs> for anything. Uh, and people just trying stuff, which I think, I think that's probably the most exciting thing is that um, uh, I'm, I think things will mature and- you end up with, I mean, the inter- the internet and YouTubers mm. now have been doing it for twelve, thirteen years. Mm. There's going to be a point where that starts to become your heritage YouTube act. Do, sure. do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, um, <laughs> so, but I now is fascinating for me um, to see things develop, mature, and establish um, that are a medley of of a bit of everything, and it's it's a really Um, yeah, for me, I mean, Rabia mentioning vintage modern, it's, I really, I really enjoy that, uh, an old reference from the past of, yeah, melding the new and the old. And it's, um, yeah, but yeah, on the music thing, I'll, I, I imagine you guys are the same, but I, I find it very difficult to not, um. glamorized being the wrong word but like uh look at look at the kind of the past as with this the kind of rose tinted glasses you know it's sure. it's a, it's such warmth i mean I'm wearing a t shirt that's a a diner in Los Angeles where guns and roses used to hang out yeah <laughs> I once got to go and it's sure. just like I love it um so yeah and maybe that's like you say maybe that's an age thing but um do you know just to add to it though
1: like just thinking about it then you apply the same thing to film industry like um because it's really easy to, i I think about that a lot is like um and the point still stands we're hanging on to something and I think that it's the the what's the right word for it we're hanging on to that thing that is like genuine good stuff right mm-hmm. however you want to word that like mm-hmm. the, because you take take film industry and you look at films there are still iconic films that are like heralded as like best of all time. And it's nothing to do with how good the computer animation is. And it's nothing to Mm. do with like the quality of the video and stuff like it's just that it's a great film Mm. and like technology's come so far in film that people can CG the entire film. Mm. Right. But if the film is bad, if it's badly written or whatever, or there's no depth to it, like matrix, Mm. the last matrix film, terrible. Chill. Chill. The first Matrix film, absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. And it's not the best example because there was good computer animation in it. But the point being is like, they can come back this many years later with the most cutting edge visual stuff that makes people look younger than they actually are and all the rest of it. But the film itself is, there's no substance. That's the right word to use, substance Mm -hmm. in whether it's film or music or whatever, that require that that technology is kind of really grabbed hold of mm-hmm. if there's no substance, I just don't think I think that's what people are holding on to or, or always hoping to to get. Mm-hmm. And when I oh. think about like the old the the old school, that's the thing for me. I just feel like a lot of what we have nowadays may be just a little bit uh empty of substance.
2: Sure. Okay. So do you think okay. for example, then kind of Swinging around, um, like, is there scope? And kind of to use, you know, what you were saying before, I think that's kind of why we're seeing this, you know, the TV series really become this big resurgence is is maybe somewhat a movement against these condensed films that we're watching. The longer film, you know, even the Marvel films, I think actually are, are hitting, some of them hit nearly three mm. hours. Um, like this desire for for reality and, and for story and for, and for, to, you know, to care, you know, I mean, not to um, Matt, if you want to honk the horn, but like the last June film, like, um, I, you know, what seeing that do so well when it was written by someone who loves the details as just as much as I do. And I'm, you know, I can sit there and obsess over every little, you know, every little color, every little change, every little change in someone's demeanour and really focus on story and acting and, and, and world building. Um, and yet it do so well at a, a world stage. I think, you know, like it, it proves those kinds of things. Do we the think, substance
1: is there from the original film, though, right?
2: Well, exactly. I mean, yeah, but, and, but uh, uh, again, like I always feel like, you know, the big, you know, the big favourites, the, what is it, like the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, Interstellar, mm. all those mm-hmm. kinds of films that I remember always being surprised because it's easy to feel like, you know, everyone enjoys a dumbing down of, you know, they want to be fed warm, warm, sick, you know. Um, uh, uh, It's, it's, I always think it's so great that like, oh, that's a, you know, I think Tenet was maybe the one I've only known people to really uh, 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 fight back against, if that makes sense. But like that caliber of film to be, and even the Joker, I suppose, to be like accepted on a world stage and understood and, and, you know, for it to be so many people's favourite films, de facto, normie or otherwise, you know. Um, I wonder, like, so, you know, here we are, here we stand. Here I remain, just to um, anyone who cares. Um, But, uh, like, do you think there's room for, um, you know, like I say, I suppose back to the idea of the festival, you know, and and certainly, like, bands, like, seeing the return of the Red Hot Chili Peppers... You know, like they had, they've got that old school, that old school clout when everything was condensed, top 40, there's nowhere else to go, nothing else to see. You know, there's 40 artists you can look at this month or week or whatever, buy their stuff. And they've got that, you know, they don't have to, they don't need that, To that, they don't need that push. They don't need that, you know, that, that weight. And now here we are, like I say, you know, I think bring me the horizon and, and architects are maybe like, Pretty um, pretty solid choices. But like, do you feel like then like there's room for for this? And and maybe if there is someone that you think is really doing something who could be the future uh, superstar, maybe you know, kind of spoken about them a minute ago. But also maybe that leads us into the kind of playlisting.
0: Uh, uh, I was thinking the same. And yeah. kind of
2: just, is there anyone where Who's like your pick? We think these guys are maybe doing something future based, or you know, we can kind of discuss. Uh,
1: that I mean when you say future based the first thing that popped into my head was the fact that Coldplay do their uh, coloured wristband thing
2: man Yeah. yeah so yeah.
1: like the whole crowd is like is that, it reminds me of like Imogen Heap when she was breaking boundaries absolutely with, with connections with fans and stuff and I I heard that about that and I don't know how long we've done it for a, a while now right so I think since and like was,
2: 2000 and you know well I, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm, yeah. I'm
1: late to the party with oh. that knowledge but like check out the DVD I heard that it,
2: mine mine blew my mind literally was one Just of the, the Head biggest Head Full
0: of movie. Stars or something is that a one uh,
2: it was the what Milo tour is when they first okay, right. first started doing it but yeah the Just DVD incredible. is incredible yeah.
1: the idea of that is amazing and it's like that's the type of thing that I If if artists do more of that like bring the audience in but equally, give the substance as well from the music, um, and tie the two worlds together like that. Then, yeah,
0: I think it's doable. I think it's possible. Absolutely. Um, is that is that your p- playlist pick? So I, every week, yeah, playlist with an, ap- an episode. Oh, track right. Each.
1: my track. Okay, well, it's not often. It's not often, It's funny though. I've been listening to Coldplay recently, but oh I've God. really, really, really like the track that they wrote for. Hunger Games. Yes! It's called Atlas. Fuck, oh, I don't know. I love yeah. that song.
2: Yeah, amazing. It's an
1: amazing song. Yeah. And I heard that and I was like, that, that I've been listening to all week. Um, that That's my soft recommendation. My hard recommendation <laughs> would be, <laughs> my hard recommendation would either be uh, Kaleidoscope from the new Sugar album. Strong. Or uh, Guillotine from, by Stray From The Path. It was our last single. Both of which are just really angry. I like music that, the it's not, it's. I like music that's not hard to work out what the emotions are, mm-hmm. Sure. either through the lyrics or through the music.
2: So strong, nice. work, strong work, Matt. Do you have? How do I you was.
0: Feel? I was just going to. Th- um, I was going to pick a billiards tune, to be honest, and go and I hadn't really decided which one. I was just thought. So, I just think that. I remember hearing that first album um, for the first time, and almost the absence of instruments. Was really striking in that it's yeah I guess it kind of not held to a time period by the absence of non-electronic instruments sure, by sure. and large. Um, it's the one with the bassline that doing it that one. Uh, so I'll pick that one, whatever it's called. Um, bad, bad, guy. Yeah, bad guy, bad guy. That's yeah, the guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I think as a as a future facing. Superstar. Um, that's she's really the closest we've got, yeah. Um, okay, you know what? I'm I'm really,
2: I'm really conflicted on my choice. I can't, I'm trying to think of like who, who is it? Like, I was going to be like, oh, who would, who did I look up to? And I was like, oh, that's kind of easy. Like, who is it who's like right on the edge, but also like, famous enough, if that makes sense. Like, if I was, I, you know, like, I think, like, Arca, like, what she's doing is incredible. Like, and, and like, the forefront of, of music and, like, embracing so many cool ideas and kind of bringing in, like I say, all this kind of uh, AI elements, but also, like, art and everything like that. Like, and and also, like, the social media aspect, like, her Discord is just, like, a, a nightmare. Like, it's just the world seems to be in there typing at once. Like it's, it's so hard to even, even follow. And I think like that's super cool. Cause it's like never before. I mean, we had forums back in the day, but like never before is there like kind of this big hub to really exchange ideas in that way. And also something, also someone who, you know, being transgender and all this like is so like on, on the cusp of, of where we are now, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And like, I think it's interesting to see her, you know, like uh, kind of rewrite what we thought we knew about that or like some of, I feel like she's the person I've really seen. I feel like she should be in charge of any kind of representation on that front. Like, because she just exudes cool, you know, and like she knows, like it's, I think it's really great to see someone really doing something with passion and art and it doesn't feel like, you know, like a. It doesn't feel like an, an addendum. It doesn't feel like oh, we need to include this into our film, or we need to, you know, or we need to like push this artist because of that. It's great to kind of just see someone really running with it and really blurring those lines, and like creating incredible art as well. Like that's 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 such a like she's such a, a three dimensional person in that in that um, uh, case, and like you know, like I always think of people who can really express at that level like I always feel like Tyler the creator I always feel like you know even having uh, um, you know that success that he did like the videos and every you know that every little bit was, was always kind of like engineered and always kind of like put you know and he mm-hmm. directed every single element um, and yeah I think like like Billie Eilish is like I feel like that's kind of there but like I'm trying to find like is there someone who's
0: oh you're trying to beat at, me
2: at the t- yeah I'm trying to beat you <laughs> who's at the top is there anyone like, like, I mean, is it, it's like, like BTS to some degree, like they're yeah, probably the biggest band in the world. Right. Well, I like think,
1: Stray Kids and that. Yeah. As well.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: I don't know which is bigger.
2: Like, you know, is, you know, and a uh, Blackpink and that. like, mm-hmm. are they really pushing it forward or are they kind of, you know, BTS still part of that big machine? Like they must be doing the whole TikTok and everything mm-hmm. as well. Right. I'm assuming Probably. Uh, um, so do you know what I mean? So I'm kind of like conflicted. I'm like, you know, if I was going to go for the people I looked up to, you know, have been, you know, easily like people like John Franchante and stuff like this. But like I find, like I'm struggling to find
0: like, like I think Bring to the Horizon is probably a pretty strong... To mm-hmm. you know who on the ARCA thing? Mm. Bring, um, My Chemical Romance, right? Okay. Of being, they just reformed mm-hmm. and they are almost more relevant now than they were before. Well in sure. in their kind of um they're like a giant group hug sure. for everyone. Sure. It's like come in guys, like where yeah I mean I, I saw them kind of come back and play some massive shows. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, hugely relevant. Again, so but, what's they, your pick? but what's old your clout, pick?
2: right? If that makes sense. Yeah,
0: old clout. Have you can you do you reckon you could pick one or is it a two
2: I don't know, I was just kind of hoping something would just come to me, <laughs> <if> I'm honest. <laughs> I was just like, who is, we can, like, we can okay, we're looking, at, we're looking at, like, superstars, right? So we're, like, old school, old money, old clout, do you know what I mean? Like, Kiss, you know, they're ACDC, Iron Maiden, like, all those bands, Guns N' Roses, like, they're making it easy to come back, they don't need to do anything. Like, the Chilis didn't need to do anything. So I'm trying to think, like, who is gonna be who is like the next, the next, like, superstars, but on a on a you know on a different playing field, and 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 who is like, Olivia Rodrigo? But like, I don't think they're doing anything different. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. they're not sure. Maybe they're embracing those technologies, but I, I I was trying to think of like who is really changing things. I, I think probably Billie Eilish. I think it's probably. I, I, think, got it right. I think like she's got so much mutual respect <laughs> from everyone, right? Sure. That's yeah. kind of like, she's still got the craft. She's still making great tunes mm-hmm. and kind of, I don't think there's anyone who really dislikes it. If, if you know what I mean, from either camp, old school, new school. Um,
1: And she's young. So she's, she's still cool. got longevity. She's still got time to go.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So like, it, and it's a fact that, you know, she did that first album and the second album is a lot more vibey and a lot more down tempo mm. like it's kind of crazy to to think you know when you think of you know of her and her enormous teenage fan base I think that that would translate into such a mature you know Adele almost knocking at the door on the other side mm. and- I think
1: it's because she she gives off that she respects herself as well she's got integrity sure. and like you know like it's very easy for the big machine to set to, you know, with, with at the risk of being too blunt, like to over sexualize women yeah, in yeah. the music industry, especially when it comes to like young women that are attractive naturally, mm-hmm. like she is, you know, like, and you, but I, I remember hearing about how she would always wear like baggy clothes so that mm-hmm. she couldn't be perved on and like all this kind of stuff. Sure. And I think that, you know, that speaks huge. It's such a big thing that, mm-hmm. Again, it backs up probably why she's so loved by like just across the board. Like people sure. just if they don't like the music, that's one thing. But equally, they could be like, yeah, but she seems like she's really cool and
2: yeah, yeah,
0: you know. So probably right on the Billie Eilish Matt, I think but there's not there's not one answer at all. But it's no, um, there aren't. <laughs> it's nice to it's nice to find a, like a place. I don't know that we all have a respect for. You know, mm. I think we made it. I think we made think, it. I think, I we, think made we made it. it. We went once around the sun and back the other way, Yeah. and um, it's been really cool. Thank you so much Rabir, yeah, for being here. Thank you so on. much. Ben. It's been thank such you a for having me. Have. It's
1: been great. Oh, it's been good to catch up, and chat.
0: No worries. Absolutely. And uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. If you made it this far, um, you can catch this. Well, if you could already, if you're listening to me, this is I say this every week. if You've listened to me now. You've made it all the way to the end, so <laughs> you probably know where you've where you've experienced that. Um, but the audio is out tomorrow. This has been uh, live on YouTube, obviously. Um, you can thanks to all our Patreons for supporting the podcast. You can catch us on Discord after this for our listening party that we do every week. Uh, we'll go through the playlist, including Rebier's picks and ours, and then feel free to add your own and hang out with all the cool kids over there. Um, and that leaves us to say, I guess, thanks and goodbye. Thank you so very much. Bye.
1: Thank everyone. you, guys. Bye. Take it easy.